It's getting spooky out there, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It's Poe's favorite time of the month. Socks. I put something right through your face from the toolbox. This was indeed a hard bar. This is indeed a hard bar. White chick, don't get us flagged. Night shift. I can't miss you. You already know I reside at Camp Crystal. Yeah, Blake, this man on your face. Revamp tissue. You can tell this person. All right, we done, we done, we done, we done. <laughs> How long was we that? Done. How long was that? Was that about 45? 50. 50? Right, I think we could play with 50. Oh, uh, man. Um, I know it's October, man, and, and it's 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 pretty much that time of the month where shit gets spooky and shit get crazy, you know what I'm saying? Poe loves this time of the month. Can you do a, a Halloween tape next year, me and you? Do a Halloween tape? You yeah. want me to? Okay. Yeah, um, Freddie vs. Jason. Me and uh, you. Well, we ain't gonna be Freddie vs. Yeah, I gotta figure shit. out what serial killer or something I'll be, man. I got. We can play around with some shit. I, I, nigga, you really are. You never really like forced me or tried to get me in the studio or anything, but you know what energy I'm bringing, what I'm capable of. So I, I don't mind sitting down and playing around with that shit. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up with the, with the, with the equipment one day. Um, I might pull. I'll pull up this weekend with the equipment. Like, what's up? Oh shit. Um, I don't know how that's gonna work. We'll, we'll figure something out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bro, I just got off work and I'm, I don't go back to work till Tuesday. Oh shit. Well, um, before we get all excited Ooh. about press getting in the studio and doing stupid shit, um, I'm doing some stupid shit this weekend. What you doing? Um, Am I invited? Well, see, I don't mind. I don't know. But I got invited to a haunted house. And so, that's that's why I wanted that intro. Because I don't <laughs> know. I've, I've never done it. Like, I've been to a haunted house. Like, the one in, like, Myrtle Beach, Ripley's Haunted House. Or whatever that shit was in Myrtle Beach, right? And I ain't have a problem with it. But it's just certain things that I don't fuck with. I'm going to let you know right now. Put your hands in your pocket. And see that—that's what came up. I said, "I said, you know what?" The, I the think- reason I'm telling you this, because I know you, you gonna swing on somebody. <laughs> I literally have a message. So my homegirl, she was like, uh, "She need an extra body to go," and I was like, "Well, okay, cool. Is there any COVID restrictions type shit?" And she was like, "I'll figure out," because I'm not about to drive all the way to Goldsboro, Greensboro, wherever the fuck we going, and they'd be like, "Oh, you got to be vaccinated." Um. At the same time, I'm thinking about getting vaccinated for those certain things, just like because I know at one point it's going to be like, oh, yeah, Dreamville is cool. We got your money. But guess what? You ain't getting in if you ain't vaccinated. I'm just waiting on that to happen. But anyways, back to this little haunted house joint. I'm not I'm not scared, but I'm always been the person that I just don't fuck with certain shit. And haunted house is just something I never was into. And this your time of the month of, of, of like pause of like like this your this your like you like this holiday right Halloween scary shit that's you right so like haunted houses and shit like I like I said I don't know 
if I'm gonna be afraid or not. I think I'm a. I've, I've well, never I been. To, I, I, I don't to, get it. Me and my sister was talking about trying to do like this, this haunted cornfield shit. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm with it. I don't fuck with it, but I don't know if I'm even going in there to be afraid or if I'm. I don't know. I must. I, you, I guess right, I'm scared to be this. afraid or let something. Let me say shit. this. Does that make sense? Now, you remember when we was younger, we went trick or treating, and me, you, and Z, we walking up to this one house, and sh- and shit start moving, and we ran out. Yeah. And then we go again, and different shit started moving, and we ran again, and then the third time V ain't come with us. I, I'm with you. I, I agree. It's on that type of shit, but niggas is really gonna be trying to like grab at you. See, See so it, well, depending on where you're going, because some I don't know where we're going. I know this some, shit thirty dollars a pop. Because some joints would be like, you know, you're not allowed to actually touch the people. You just boo type shit. Now I'm cool with the boo type shit. Like me, I don't know what you, you I don't know what scares close, me. You get too close with a boo, you might get boomed. And you hit with the boo bow. <laughs> and see me, I, I told myself that I'm, I'm very comfortable now. Like I'm, I'm not. That's gonna be the least of my concern. Is throwing anything. I'm not going to hit nobody. I, I, I told myself, I'm getting better. Like, I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to go and enjoy myself. But no, it's like, I don't want to be the bitch of the group. Like, I told her, I was like, yo, I don't know about, like, scary shit, haunted shit. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm afraid. I don't know. Or if I'm a... I don't know if I'm scared to be afraid. It's like, all right, you watch... um I don't want to say scary movie, but like thrillers, shit where it's like suspenseful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The house, like imagine however you feeling when you watching that, like when you know when the music start getting real. Yeah, crazy. it's like I know so, when that shit coming. Yeah. So imagine you having that feeling walking through a house. Should I be first or should I be last? Because I know I'm, I'm thinking like I've been in the environment before, but I haven't. How many people? Uh, I just know it's gonna be four. Me, my homegirl, and her coworker. Be in the middle. Her, be in the middle. Now, I think they try to scare the nigga in the middle. Nah, the reason I say be in the middle because either, you'll either be the first person to get scared or you'll be the, the motherfucker that, that they might pop out behind you and try to grab you from, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, like, if this was, like, the theme park roller coaster shit, see, I don't think I'll be afraid of that because it's like, okay, I know when shit gonna pop out and all that. I just don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm um, I'm um excited for it. I ain't doing nothing tomorrow. So, that that's, and. You off tomorrow? No, no, I'm working tomorrow. Oh. But I'll probably be off around about two o'clock if everything works in my favor. But um, yeah, man, I I, I just wanted to get that Halloween spirit. You know, are are you ready for this Halloween? Like, what you got going on? Or I, you, you I, haven't? You actually, just... I don't have anything planned outside. Um, my niece's birthday is the day before Halloween, so like. Okay. Okay. Um, we ain't doing so. We're gonna be at Stars and Strikes celebrating. Oh, that's my shit. You know, that's my shit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, that's my shit. So, I mean, yo, you, you want to bring, bring Z out? Um, I mean, we'll see. She's starting to walk. Um, every time she go to Wilmington, she just do new tricks, but don't come home and do them. <laughs> but now I'm proud of my daughter, man. She's she's walking. They said that, uh, she, uh, Blair was in the other room and she was sleeping. I guess she got out the bed and walked into the kitchen and scared Nana or some shit. I don't know. I find that shit very funny. But um, bro, that's funny. Like for it to be the time of the year it is, and I just the new Chucky shit just dropped. You got little babies it. walking on. I, I, I haven't bro, seen I it. Shit. I, oh shit, <laughs> bro, you, bro, you don't know how. All right, I used to be terrified of Chucky. 
Like, for, you know what got me over being scared of Chucky for real? What was it? You. What I did? It's the funniest shit. Oh, shit. See, I don't... I, no, no. I used, to really, I used to be scared of Chucky to the point. Angel used to cue up the TV for that, for like, she'll know when this nigga about to laugh. That's, the, that's what used to scare me. If she heard me coming down the steps, she'll hit play. And she'll hear, like, me running back upstairs. <laughs> so... Hi, that's I'm Chucky. A, so that's how play? I was. When that I was, was my shit. So when I was young, I was scared of this nigga. See the Chucky comes out. You say, "Let's go see see the Chucky." I bet. I ain't say nothing. I bet. Now I'm like, damn, I gotta go to the movies to see Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then I go watch it. Like, oh, this shit funny as shit. But like, nah, like before that, like if, I, if you had never said, "Let's go see that movie," I probably would never watch Chucky. That's a lot. I probably, I'm I trying to think. Like I've never been. That's why I said I don't know how I'm feeling about this because I've never been scared of like the horror movies. I can't think of like Candyman was just an ugly ass nigga and just his looks and appearance scared the fuck out of me. But I think Candyman scared a lot of niggas. I got a. I have a reason behind why I was scared of scary movies. It was the environment I had to watch scary movies in. That's how you I mean, look. I ain't watch scary movies with the lights on and shit. No, 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 no. no. So. My mom didn't allow us to watch scary movies for real. And she then wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "Mom, I'm scared." No, she just my mom religious or whatever. Oh, okay, got you. She was like, "Oh no, this works the devil." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I thought it was art. Um, <laughs> but and then we go to we go to uh, my mom. I mean, my dad's spot, and he's not religious, but he don't like scary movies either. I think he's just like literally don't like being surprised. So okay. he, so he's like, "Don't he, nah, we good." So my stepmom like, "Yeah, if you want to watch him." Just watch him downstairs in the basement. <laughs> so, mind you, go downstairs. Then it's a door. That's a big ass wooden door. Like you have you seen Annabelle? One of them shits. But like you know, like, there's so many. Of it. There's like Annabelle, the Conjuring, yeah, and all that. But bullshit. like the door was big as hell. It looked like one of them big ass Victorian wooden doors with the the black metal on it. She look a little scared. And when you walk in the basement, the whole basement looks like that. And mind you, at the time, I'm very scared of people under the stairs. That's okay. just, I was scared of that movie. Oh, that, oh. Yeah, that was the movie. I was scared of that movie. So the way the stairs is set up, you walk down the stairs, there's a door to the basement. But also, you can walk past under the stairs to go to the back door mm-hmm. to go outside. The back door leads to an alley. Are you talking about a house or are you talking about this movie? I'm lost. No, I'm right talking now. about where the fuck we was living at, bro. Why is this basement so <laughs> fucking big? <laughs> no, but I didn't even take no because you got the outside of the actual basement. This is where the fuck we. This is, bro, this is where my dad lived at, bro. You, you, you from Philly? You lived on Anchor Ave. You like I mean Anchor that Street? You know exactly what's up. What, what's that house, bro? Uh, <laughs> what, what's the house? Am- Amityville. Amityville. <laughs> bro, like so. M- mind you, I'm young as shit. So it's like you got the scary looking basement. You got you walk past what's under the stairs, and I'm thinking there's people under that bitch. It's an alleyway with the graveyard right next to it. Shit, bro. Don't you, you don't watch them with the light. You not watch the scary movie with the lights off. Yeah. So with the lights but, on. Well, lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then mind you, you get into the actual basement room. It's big as shit. It's doors in there. We don't know what the fuck they lead to. 
Now this nigga trapped in the Thirteenth Ghost. Oh, what was that? Was, was it Thirteenth Ghost? I, I love that fucking movie. They should, that's what they should make a series for, like a backstory for every ghost. I think they're working on that. I think they are. They should. I, I think they were asking for it, like, or they're fire. working on it. That'll be fine. But no, so it was like certain doors when you go to try to open it, it's like it's stuck. So it was like the top kind of do this shit. Where like it kind of opened, but but the bottom wouldn't budge, so you couldn't open the door. So you don't know what the fuck is in there. I'm like, yo, yeah. this all this shit is scary as fuck, bro. This is where we gotta watch scary movies at. Now you know I'm the only boy. I, I grew up with four sisters. I can't be a bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm with you. Like that's that's my energy for tomorrow. It's like nigga, yeah, I, ain't I a used bitch. to be the nigga because like as soon as you come out the basement, you in the kitchen. Hey, you want something to drink? You good? You want snacks? <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> Y'all hear that? I'm the second. I'm gonna go check. I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm the second youngest, so I can, uh, like, you know, they try to run you anyway when you're the younger one. Yeah. You want, you need some, I got you. Whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Let me cue up the goddamn uh, intro, man. Welcome to <laughs> on that bullshit podcast. Where anything can be and it will be bullshit in our book. That's sports, entertainment, movies, albums, artists, all the houses. <laughs> I, like, I like how we've been starting to do shit I'm really enjoying this shit uh, I think this is episode 186 um, where, where do we want to start with the pot? It's a, it's a lot to unwrap Come on man Come on man I ain't trying come to get on, there baby, baby, come, come on, on. <laughs> You keep saying the shit Alright go ahead God Go ahead God Word is bond Go ahead God Let's go ahead and get the Wu-Tang shit out the way Peace Come God. on, God. Peace, God. Peace, God. <laughs> Peace, God. Hey, yo. Take uh, it, son. <laughs> hey, yo. I'm telling you, man. Um, it's some good series out right now, but uh, the shows I'm watching, Wu Tang is definitely up there. I am definitely enjoying that series. Um, last episode was great. It was. I feel like that episode, you started seeing a certain thing. You you see how. Uh, Unpredictable ODB can be when he takes the stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I feel like you see Meth being. You see. I feel like you start seeing how he's the the guy. Well, okay. With Meth, from my perspective of watching it, with him not showing up for so called rehearsal, and if you notice, he didn't have a Wu shirt. It kind of made me understand why well, he was that- able to get that. And I believe we're gonna get more in depth but as of right now i want to say when it came down to meth if i was around that time of when wu-tang was out and just you know if i was there i would not think that he was really a part of wu-tang no but i mean he when he got on stage he had the the wu on. I didn't think so because you remember yeah. he had came in when it he was raining. In, he yeah. had a green bandana. Yeah, I, I, I want to say when he, even, got, when, he, when he got on stage, he had the woo hoodie off, but he had cut the sleeves off. I ain't gonna lie. Um, one thing that I do like about Meth, and this like um, I remember hopping on a bus one time, and uh, this was around middle school and shit. And homie was like, "Hey, press, what you banging?" I'm like, "I ain't banging nothing," but I had a bandana on. But I had just got finished like watching How High. And Yo, how high made me want to, bro? I think I was might I might have been like eighth grade. Why the fuck did I have a purple toothbrush in my in my in my jaw, bro? Because this nigga mess had the toothbrush in the in the do rag, son. But see me, I had the do rag and the bandana. 
And I just like you know, Method I Man. Just, I, had, I was growing my braids back, and I had the do rag on. If you go back and look at how high, just peep oh, how many bandana. His bandana his, game was strong. Exactly. So with me, I, I wear bandana still to this day. Right. And uh, not gang affiliated, but I just like bandanas. Um, and I will contribute that to Tupac and Method Man. I don't think anybody else really like made me want to just wear a bandana just to wear a bandana. But yeah, Method Man from How High made me want to do that. But back to the series, I, I I could see why it was easy for him to get that Def Jam contract. Well, also, you got to I think was he, he was the only one on that whole album that had a song to itself. Exactly. And, and that was like they what, second single or was it the first? No, nah, that was the second single. Yeah, also, if you look at it... Um, Actually, if you go by the series, that was their first single, Method Man. If you go... Uh, again, in the series, it was like, you're, the first thing, they ain't got no hook. Can you even write a hook? Exactly. And they even in all of the documentaries, they say he was the guy with the hooks. They're like, okay. ain't no... Method Man's like, yeah, bro, I was a hook-writing motherfucker. That's why I think he was the one... Uh, they had like the Ice Cream Man joint. Oh, uh, I mean, ice, cream. ice cream, ice cream, just cream. Yeah, or no, ice cream. no, they have a song called Ice Cream. Is is uh, it's Ghost. Ray, it's Ghost Ray and uh, I want to say Meth is on that. Yeah, but, but are we talking about cream? No, ice cream. Okay, okay. Song. I'm just I'm just clearing yeah, it up. Yeah, completely different song. They like they already had that shit together. All they, they did, they just didn't have a hook. They was like Meth was the nigga with the hook. Very similar with the song Cream as well. All right, because they it was like Cream. Originally was a completely different song. It was like Inspector Deck went, Ray went, and then they did a back and forth verse. And then Ray was like, somebody told him that his verse wasn't strong enough. Well, yeah, so he rewrote it. And then it was like when they was working on it, Meth came in with the couldn't thing, get the money. Dollar, yeah, so dollar, that just yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like you go through most of the hooks was done by Meth. Okay. Also, if you hear it, like, in the background, ODB got some vocals in the background. Just, ooh! Which is, <laughs> like, um, watching this is just making me appreciate just, like, Old Dirty. Because, like, coming up, we knew of Old Dirty, but we didn't know Old Dirty. Um, I, like, um, again, on the, uh, the YouTube series they got coming out, Ghost made a, made a statement. He was like, all right, so you know in the song, um... It could all be so simple. Ghost says twice in his verse, just making hits with Ray and A. Yeah, A, a, a being a, a song. Time. He was like, yo, if Dirty was still here, he'd be number one. I can agree on that. Not only that, um, I just love hip-hop and love hip-hop stories. Can we get that snippet of Q-Tip speaking on when he battled uh, also, did all you, Dirty? Did, did you hear Meth talking about, they were saying like, they said when he first came out, they felt like he was he was biting. Um, it was Buster and somebody else. Who who are we speaking on? Method Man was biting Buster and somebody else. I can't remember who it was, but he was like, "Yo, these are guys I looked up to." Bro, I don't go fuck about none of that. <laughs> and that's what it comes down to, man. I mean, if you can, if, like, even with me, like, if I do rap, you're gonna hear certain styles, influences, and be like, "Oh, yeah, he definitely just got finished listening to." Goddamn Wu Tang, or he just got finished listening to D Twelve. Um, you you got that joint? Side right in the front, and this and this ace on this old dirty bat. We didn't drink none, sir. <laughs> old dirty bat. <laughs> wow. So we went. I think Riz, Riz was there. Riz was 
that's how when I first met them. And so we battled this shit. But it's like I went first. So it was MCJ Dice that is my title and shit. It was all about Fido. Some shit I can't remember. remember. Wow. I remember the opening line. Wow. I, remember that, I remember the opening line. And I remember, and then Dirty was like, Alright, alright, I need my beatbox to go, though. And it was really. <laughs> <laughs> beatboxing? Yeah. yeah. Was and, 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 and he had some shit. Um, eight songs you need. Um, I'm not gonna have it. Dag, never, you switch like a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. Niggas falling out. I was like, I took the album. I took the album. I'm sorry. One, we got to give shout out to Q-Tip, man. Uh, peace to you, God. But at the same time, hey, I'm telling you, I'm on that shit, bro. I'm sorry. But uh, not only that, that was a great impersonation. It was. That was fucking great, bro. It is. Yo, but uh, yeah, shout out to just the hip hop stories that's out there. That's that's you know. Yo, uh, it's so many um, legends really coming out with their stories right now. Some of them shits is like funny as hell. Some of them joints is like yo, I wish it was footage of this shit. Yeah, like bro, you especially that's one of the reasons I I do enjoy uh watching Nori. That shit, like, I, and not just Nori. Shout out to uh, Mouth Hoffa, man. I like what yeah, he's Mouth got Huffle going on, man. man. Um, I, I'm glad he found another avenue, and I, I'm not just Math, but a lot of people that are finding another avenue with this whole podcast and shit. It's fucking amazing, man. That shit is dope. Um, I could segue, but do we got anything else on on, on the series? Good ass episode. Yeah, great episode. Also, you know, this is shout out to Lala too. I'm glad that they did not let her talk a lot. I'm glad that they just let her narrate herself because once she has beautiful fucking lips, I love her lips and her putting a lip. I'm just like, okay, cool. It's the us. But I don't need her talking. What? <laughs> yeah. But, well, I only say that because I watched Power and she was on there for probably like four seasons and she just could not act to me. Which her acting has gotten better, but yeah. I'm, this is a great series. Just let her narrate herself, and I'm good on that. No, um, nah, man, I don't, I don't even want to. I don't want to give nothing away if you watch it and ain't seen it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely a good episode. Um, we were just talking about Math Hoffa, who was or is a battle rapper. So I want to take the time out to speak on uh Hitman Holler's uh girlfriend. Prayers up to her. I heard she's doing better. But she, uh, uh, he just posted a video of her today. Okay. Um, she's walking like she's slowly, but she's walking again. That's she's good. good. Um, like already. For the people out there that don't know, uh, she got shot in the cheek and a bullet came out the, uh, back, of the back of her head. Um, at the same time, uh, said it was four niggas that ran up in his crib, so it was a home invasion. Uh, he was on the phone, Facetime, uh, pretty much giving her instructions. Man, I would not ever want to see myself in a situation like that. Um, so prayers up to him at the same time. I just hope, like, I don't know what it is, man. Niggas, niggas is hungry out here. Niggas is hungry out here. Do, and do he just live got in quit. LA? I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not for sure. I don't even know if it went down in LA. Like, I know it was like, you said it was like their crib where they live at. And I know they said, uh, well, I just know he's from St. Louis. I know he's from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. L.A. is like the capital of home invasions. That's where... Yeah, you went to the YG? No, but I mean, that's uh, where everything happened with Pop Smoke, too. Exactly. Um, 
which I believe they said that whole story pretty much was set up by the same chick that pretty much set up. Was it Young Bird? Shout out to him, though. That nigga doing some shit. Yeah. He, he got my flowers the, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, he got, he got an album working. He just dropped a, a single with Todd Dolla Sign and um, Queen Naja. That nigga been working on an album for years. That nigga got so much shit, he can just release shit. Yeah, no, nah, he was like, he's definitely, he said he's dropping uh, the top of the year, top of next year. Okay. But he said he's going to probably drop another, two, two or three more. He's doing the year. he's doing the DJ Khaled yeah, platform yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's up. I, 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 he's he good makes, at putting. He, he makes better records. Yeah, no, nah, he does. He like, does. Like, Khaled makes big records Yeah, as far as like, getting all the big names mm-hmm. on it, but... No, Berg make good records. No, nah, he does, and he does a great job. I don't know where he gets the money. From. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't know where he gets the money from, but no, the whole he, process of sampling, you have to pay for those or you, whatever it you, is. If you get it cleared, you good. I understand that, if but you, you cleared, also no, you can. If you get permission, they're like, yeah, go ahead. You can use it, and they just get a percentage of you no know, whatever that. Have you that heard some of the songs that this, like this nigga's remixing a lot of shit That's or sampling he, a lot that of nigga shit? Nigga said he is puff maker. Uh, like he was, he was doing it, like he was joking, but he was like, "Yo, he feel like he's this this generation's Diddy." I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, he, said, he said if he's not, he's gonna be. He said he plan on being bigger. He said he won't be. And I can see that as well. I mean, especially for this era, and uh, especially for. I do want to say this nigga has revamped his career multiple times, like from being Iceberg signed to DMX mm-hmm. to being Youngberg mm-hmm. getting his chain snatched <laughs> to Hitmaker. Like yeah. that nigga even um, he did a um, an interview with uh, oh man oh fuck damn damn who's like the iconic John um, Big Ticker. <laughs> I said Jones, lady. Oh damn! I'm sorry. She used to be at Hot 97. Now she had um, fuck. I know light skinned chick. Yeah. Um, she tried yeah. rapping one time, but it didn't work for her. <laughs> fuck. She <laughs> she was in Paper Soldiers too. Yes. Yes. Fuck is her name? Oh. She damn. was also in Goddamn. Fuck. What the shit with Nori? Damn. What was I'm State thinking of her name. Too. Yeah, I'm thinking she of her She was Tuesday. Name. <laughs> um, damn, I'm trying to think of her name. It's not Vanessa, right? Nah. Is it, is it, it's not Angela. What the fuck is her Shit. Bro, we some trash. Nah, we low-key. Nah, we got. We know her name. Don't look that shit. Nah, we, we do. it. And it, it shit blowing me. Your ass over there talking about goddamn Angela. Angela Yee and shit. No, nah, not, I know that. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And the crazy thing is we was just talking about her. We was just talking about her. Um couple weeks ago. Fuck. I feel like her name's Angela Burns. Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez. It was, it was, yeah, I, was yeah. I was, I was there. I, I was, Angie I was Martinez. getting it. I told you not to look that shit up. No, I went through my history what I was watching. <laughs> my bad. But, I don't mean to cut us off. I do want to jump back because I had some crazy shit pop in my head. I told you that with that situation, I found it low key funny with the Hitman Holler shit. Not, not funny. I, I'm off the subject. But if you go back, and it's crazy because I'm doubling back twice. So if you go back to when Wu-Tang, well, not Wu-Tang, but uh, Ghostface and Raekwon ran into the radio station, mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and I'm looking at this shit, right? You also start seeing how close them niggas is coming on this new episode. Yes, yes. 
I just got a question, and I'm gonna sit here and just have a fucking good time. But I was sitting there watching. I'm just like, bro, if a motherfucker ran in here and my crib guns blazing, I don't know where to fucking hide behind to like bust back. So if you could think of your spot and a nigga busting your shit, niggas like I'm, I'm envision the whole scene of sure. Ghost and Rage just or even any action so movie from, from, from my spot yeah 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 I just like I'm sure. like me so I'm like hold on me I'm like hey bro I'm smoke bro I mean bullets gonna be coming no, through the I'm, couch I'm the nigga that hear everything in my crib yeah between me and Jay yeah 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 plus you know he be having headphones in or he might be making beats I don't you know that nigga, he be in his own little world yeah um I hear everything so also, our door is heavy. Yeah. So, like, if you let it go, boom. So, like, you hear it on yeah. top. So, depending on what time, I ain't gonna lie. It might be like, yo, I'm like, oh, that nigga Jay went away. <laughs> and, I'm fuck, and I'm fucked up. Or, like, but sometimes I'm like, yo, I can hear everything in Jay's room. Like, if Jay's phone vibrate, I can hear it in my room. Yeah. So, I'm like, if I still hear that nigga in there. They put some half inch up on y'all wall. <laughs> so, she rocked y'all. So if I hear that nigga still in there, and I hear it, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm shooting from the hallway, because the thing is, like, when you come in my apartment, got the door. All right, don't let the niggas know, like, I'm just No, speaking. I'm just saying, yeah. so you, you walk in, and, you know, kitchen, kitchen on the on the left, dining room on the right, you walk in, and then you get to the living room, but to get to the living room, you walk past a hallway and down that hallway is the rooms and shit. Uh-huh. But there's a wall there. Got you. So I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right around the corner. Bro, bro, I sat there watching that scene. I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, if a motherfucker came up in here, nigga, I'm clapped. I'm like, nigga, guns busting, bullets flying. You gotta understand no, the front but, side but, right here. Check me out. But, the front but, side right here. If them niggas, but I can't run to the kitchen from the couch in my position I was in. I was like, Damn, I mean, I can. No, nah, but you, as soon as they bust in right here, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you you got you got it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as they bust in, you got the advantage. You up top. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like I said, I'm envisioning these little action movies and them niggas be. But I'm like, all right. Matter of fact, I was. Uh, you could also. You don't watch Money Heist, right? You watch Money Heist. All right. Well, is. my homegirl, uh, damn, what's her name? Um, Money Heist. Is it Rio? I think it's Rio. My bitch ended up dying. But she, them niggas was clapping at her at bop, 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 bop. And she just hiding behind this little ass, uh, well, it won't little, but the, um, what you call that shit? The, the granite from the table. She flipped that bitch over and she just busting back. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm just sitting back thinking, I'm like, nigga, if niggas is dropping rounds on me, I'm getting clapped. There's nowhere I can hide to get the advantage or even just let loose. I'm just like that. I was watching um I was watching Lucifer. Okay. And them niggas they walked out of like a modulum because it was like a, a chick on the run from the cops because the cops thought she killed her boyfriend and shit. But it was somebody. But it was somebody else that killed her boyfriend. And it was now coming after her. So they found her. They trying to like take her in. They like uh, you know get her somewhere safe and whatnot and, and clear her name. Mm-hmm. The dude who's trying to kill her. This nigga pop out in the motherfucking the trees somewhere and just start busting. So 
Niggas, if they hiding behind, like, you know, my, you know the big ass shit where you like, they put the, like the bodies in the wall? Yeah, 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 yeah. They walking out of that shit. Soon niggas start, start busting, she ducked behind a truck. The, the cops ain't even, her, the, the chick runs and hides behind a truck. The cops don't run. They just immediately duck behind some statues, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they duck behind the statue, just start busting. Mind you, one of the dudes. I love all that shit. I don't Pause. know, I, I, I don't know, you ever watch Lucifer? Nah, I know what you're talking about, though. So one of the dudes is an angel. Okay. So he like, and what you see his face, he about, he like, yo, fuck this. Like, I'm about to just go. He's actually bulletproof. But he don't want nobody to know. God <laughs> so he, damn. So he's sitting there like, mad as shit because he don't want to, he want to just go ahead and get up and end the shit, but he don't want nobody to know he's bulletproof. Fuck that. Man, like that, that. First of all, I was so mad at how they got out of this shit. It a, it's a lady cop. She go, She yells out, we got half a dozen cars around the whole graveyard. You ain't getting out of here. Them niggas got out of there. No. Dude said, okay, and put the gun down. She was lying. They had no backup. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I enjoyed that. Bro, that she scene. said that shit. Looked over at bro. He said, she said, I enjoy that scene. I like when motherfucking shows just happen or movies happen with motherfucking shootouts. But it put me in the mindset of like, damn, if I was in that predicament, what the fuck would I do? And I'm letting you know, I'm clapped. <laughs> I'm clapped. Um, all right, nah, that was a little fun to talk, man. Um, yo, I have to speak on this. What were we at on the timing over there? Uh, Thirty-four. Okay, I'm at 33 over here. Um, where you want to start next? You got something important over there. What's, like, no, my manager texted me like a picture of that big booty bitch. Some shit like, that, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, what is it for? Well, that motherfucker fucking with you while you off the clock, bro. Make sure he pay you. All right, um, where we at next? Like I said, we got a lot to unravel, and uh, I'm trying to warm it up before we actually get to our shit. Um, I think the next spot should be probably with me being a motherfucking Raiders fan. I think that I should go ahead and talk about that shit. Um. Get it off. For the people that do not know, John Gruden has resigned from being the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, for the people out there that don't know, I am a Raiders fan. I don't care where they at. I'm a Raider Nation nigga to the death of me. Um, at the same time, I know a lot of people out there is like, what do I think? Um, It's crazy. When it first came out, I was more of all right, this nigga is in his own personal space and mindset where he's sending emails. I don't send emails. I don't take the time out to send emails. But if I can reverse the emails and send it into text form, I feel I should be capable and free willing to say whatever it is that I want to say on my personal shit, right? Um... At first, they were saying it was racist and derogatory. That's how you say it? Okay. 
at the same time, the statement that it did come out said that he was talking about some black dude and said that his lips was big as Michelin tires. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Now, me personally, I didn't feel that was racist. I thought that was, hey, yo, if we roasting each other in the fucking group chat, guess what, nigga? You got big ass lips like Michelin tires. That's a hard bar. That's a hard punchline. Everybody laughed. I did not find no racist shit in that line. I understand where people are reaching for it, but at the same time, I mean, I could see if he said, man, this nigga got big ass lips like Michelin tires, or that nigger got... <laughs> you can't even get the word out without laughing. <laughs> I thought of this shit, but I'm just like, it ain't like he said, hey, nigger, you got Michelin tire lips. Or come here, big lip nigger boy. <laughs> Yo, you retarded. I didn't see none of that. Um, at the same time, it's like, all right. I did not think he was nigger boy. Really, uh-huh. <laughs> big lip nigger boy. That's some racist shit, right? Yeah, really. That, though? that's what you thought. No, that's what I'm thinking when you say racist shit. He didn't say nothing like that. All he said was, "Yo, specifically, dude's name." Has big lips like Michelin tires. I don't know the whole conversation, but that's the only thing they released, and I didn't find anything racist about it. At the same time, John Gruden ended up coming out and making a statement to the team, which I like that. You know what I'm saying? If you know some shit is on your ass, I'm going to let you know, hey, I fucked up. It may be a little distracting. I said it. It was 11 years ago. This happened in 2011. He was not working for the NFL. This all happened when he was working for ESPN. Um, The next thing that comes out before he resigns were a lot more details to these emails. I still found no racist shit, but homophobic and like uh what do they call it when you downgrade a female or some shit what do they call it F- uh menage m- yeah degrading? who you mean degrading um we just talk down on females degrading okay well that but i was thinking it started with an m the word i was looking for started with an m misogynistic is that how you say that shit is that the word nostalgia um, oh he's a misogynist yeah 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 is that the same thing? Okay, I'm just I'm just trying to remember the words that they use for this nigga, and I just don't know how to talk, so I be fucking up words. But That's why you're a rapper. No, because I can make up words if I was a rapper and get away with it. Who the fuck is you to be making up words? Hey, different is good. Jermaine Dupree, the most ballingest player? Hey, different <laughs> is good. But no, nah, at the same time, uh, it came out that he was talking about having female reps in the NFL. Okay understandable but that's that's his opinion and i feel he has every right to say whatever the fuck he feels um it got to a point where he was talking about gay people and he dropped the fag word he called uh uh what the fag word and then why is gus not here (laughs) yeah right 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 um at the same time, uh, what's your boy name? Um, Roger Goodell, who is the commissioner. I know everybody out there knows, but he's the commissioner of the NFL. And John Gruden was like, yo, Roger Goodell, you a fucking faggot. Boom. All right. I'm sorry. 
All this stuff that's being said and shit that I read literally is barbershop talk shit. This is what niggas be saying when they are behind closed doors. Niggas say this shit about their boss all the time. They like that's, this that's, is human. Um, this, Can I we wanna, stop I, quickly jumping to race and just I, say I this is human? I don't want to like get too off, but it, it, it reminds me of uh, Kodak Black did a, a interview recently, mm-hmm. and they was talking about the. Uh, you know, when he said the thing about Lauren London a while back, he was like, when he went to jail, he was like, he was in jail with all kind of gang members. You know, they, either they split him up when you in the gang. And when you in the gang, you with all the gang members, regardless yeah. of who it is. He was like, yo, I was in with mostly blood, but the Crip nigga showed me love too. And he was like, we had, they was like, they knew he was coming. And he was like, yeah, they had a conversation saying like, bro, the shit you said, we said. We just ain't... You, you exactly. I mean? And he was like, pretty much all he said was like, you know, he's like, yo, I ain't say nothing about Nip. He said, Nipsey is a legend. That nigga is a goat. That nigga is an inspiration to the people. For he said, I would never disrespect Nip. All I was saying is, he had a bad woman, and what she, you know, what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, now I feel like understandable. That, I feel like that is some barbershop talk. It is. Like, yo, I know what she going through. Like, R. P. the Nip, but like, yo. When she ready, your boy around the corner, you feel like, not, you know what I'm saying? I feel like niggas will say some shit like that. Exactly. He just happened to be the say, nigga say it like super soon. Exactly. But, not only that, and I hate the internet sometimes because I read this shit or peep this shit and I'm quick to have my own opinion, but the internet beats me to it I before like, we get here. But I feel like that's one thing. It's, it's weird, bro. I feel like the, the internet is a place... For everybody to have an opinion, but to not have an opinion at the same time. And what I mean by that is, as soon as something happens, everybody wants to weigh in. But they, I feel like niggas don't weigh in how they really feel. They weigh in how they think the world wants you to feel. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but I think that... I, I follow niggas that... Niggas who actually have individual thoughts... And say they how they actually think. Mm-hmm. Speaking is issue like it'll be issues there. Like that is the reason that goat right there, and that's what I'm about to say. Be having issues now, Dave Chappelle. We gonna get it to because I was warming it up. No, I'm just because I'm just saying like that shit be. We about right. to bring it in. We about to bring no, it no, in. I want to bring it because me, like I said, the internet beat me to it, and I sat back and I said, you know what. Bro, this is the exact... With John Gruden's situation, it was no problem. There was no fucking problem when he was so-called being racist. Like I said, I didn't right? find it racist. Uh-huh. I did but, not see anything who, racial in it. for the people who said it was racist, he still coached right after, correct? Nothing happened, right? But, but then, soon, soon as it was the F word, now, soon as they heard happened. a gay person's feelings. Ain't that, ain't that what Dave said? Man, shout out Dave Chappelle, man. And, and, and what I was saying about the internet, um, I'm a th- this was said in the anime, and I know you ain't watch it, but it, it is very true. People would say, try to say face, face to face. You know, like there's, is in, in the in the um in the show, it's a guy that goes around killing criminals, right? So, face to face, oh no, that's bad. He shouldn't be killing people. But when you ain't got to show your face. Oh yeah, but he killing criminals. Do your thing, dog. Exactly. That's how the internet works to me. Okay, and that that makes sense. 
at the same time, I'm more of on the side of Dave. And last week, we did not talk about the stand-up. Stand-up to me, this one to me, you want to talk about just the stand-up itself. It wasn't as funny as the other ones. Like the first like 30 minutes, I didn't like it. Can I, can I tell you something? When Dave is not trying to be funny... That's when he got It's funny. That's why I said the first like 30 minutes, I felt like he was telling jokes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Because <laughs> his jokes are not like, I feel like him writing a joke today is not as funny as him writing jokes 10 years ago. But him just talking. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious, but, but it's, it's so, so real. <laughs> You're in the same boat. I'm not mad at John Gruden. Um, I'm not mad at Dave Chappelle. I'm not mad at Dave Chappelle. And shout out to um, I don't, I don't, I can't remember his name. Who the fuck is cutting that grass at night, my nigga? Nigga. But I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I had a customer come on my job yesterday, and said he wanted. I sold him a, a flashlight that clips onto your hat. He said he's he was gonna use it to cut grass at night. Why are you cutting grass it ain't when, when it's so dark that you can't see? We didn't have a summer. We didn't have heat this year. Who the fuck didn't? It was hot as hell. We did not have heat, bro. I'm talking about. That's a lie. It was hot today. I was in this. I was out there, bro. I was feeling good. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's get back to Dave and John and how this shit all intertwines and how I respect. John Gruden for standing up because somebody got to take the fall when it come down to the NFL. John's not the only one talking like that in those emails. No, I don't feel like nobody needs to take a fall for something that was 11 years ago of niggas talking how they talk. I don't feel like it should be... Okay, if he's not out here... He didn't say it to somebody. He didn't hurt. He didn't like go out of his way to hurt somebody's feelings. He didn't really say anything that people of color, us, mm-hmm. found offensive. I, I didn't. I didn't. And I, I like. I've even like. I always watch my press conferences, and today they dropped the first press conference since everything went down. Well, before it went down, they were like, "Yeah, John pulled us to the side, told us what it was." He said he had some shit that may come up, may be a little distracting to the team, but we're focused on the Broncos. That's all I need to hear from my team and from my coach. All right, I already answered the questions. I'm not about to sit here and keep answering questions. I already apologized for what I said. I'm not a racist. There's not a racist bone in my body, which I feel that may be far-fetched. I'm not going to call it a lie, but it's far-fetched. We all are fucking prejudiced, no matter what. Let me say this. Imagine... You get an opportunity to work for. So you get a, uh, uh, you could be a commentator for like boxing or some shit, right? Ooh, don't get me started. Next uh, segment coming up soon. <laughs> Let's say that happens. Let's say that happens, and then you've been doing your thing for a couple years, and something comes back from the first seat, the very. First episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. they say you said something, mm-hmm. which I did. Are you gonna apologize for it ten years from now? Nope. How long have we been doing this podcast now? About two. Well, about two. Going on three. So, thirteen years from now, 
you get in trouble for some shit you said that long ago. See, and you and that is, and mind you, you it's just you talking how you talk. You remember when we did uh, Pro Vision? I told you my idols. Oh, the Intervision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intervision, my yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, which is still up. Y'all go get that shit some clicks. Go, sure. go ahead. Spread that. Spread that word. Trends of the press. Yeah, thank you. Um, at the same time, I said my idols. Mm. All my idols. Tupac, Bernie Mac. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, it is. These guys literally spoke their mind and gave no shits. And that's how I feel. Now, there's times where people say, oh, Press, you shouldn't have said that. I'm like, well, what did I say? Because nine times out of ten, I say some shit and don't even remember it. I'll be like, man, for instance, over the weekend, well, a couple weeks back, I posted up saying some shit on uh, Instagram saying, uh, what I said, what I said, what I said. I was like, uh, to the people that actually fuck with me, fuck with me. Remember when I used to say, man, fuck that bitch? Now look at you. That's all I said. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I felt that was clever. And people that fuck with me, that know me, they understood what I was saying. And they had several different ways of dissecting that 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 post. Well, over the weekend, I had a few friends over. And I ended up saying some shit that I was just like, yo, I ain't say that. But I was like, uh, my mom had came in with a, a, a lady. And the homie was like, well, who was that? And I was like, man, I don't know, man. Fuck them bitches. At least that's what they said. I said, I'm like, man, I ain't say that shit. I was like, so I would sit here and say, fuck my mom. I was just like, I was like, if I did, man, y'all know what I meant. Y'all seen the post? That's just how I am. I just let shit go and don't care. People that fuck with me, fuck with me. That's why when it comes down to Instagram and all the Facebook, I follow motherfuckers that either are free speakers or think like me or have a little difference from me that made me question it. But a lot of shit today, man, people just burning bridges just because. Like, I, I don't get it, man. I, was, I mean, I saw something earlier. And I, I, it made me think, like, I wish more people were like this. There was a video of Lil Duval, and he, he meets this woman, and the lady says, the lady had no arms. She said, you made fun of me eight years ago. She said, no, I didn't. Yeah, she said, what I say? You said it looked like a shark took a bite out of me. He said, I ain't say that. He said, if I did, judge my heart, not my mouth. She said, that's your talent. I get it. He said, all right, now give me five. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, they, but she literally took her shoe off and, and dapped him up. And it was like, Funny as hell. First of all, the lady was actually like gorgeous. She just didn't have arms. Yeah. But like, the whole thing was like, yo, I get that's what you do. No hard feelings. And, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what was the what was the the transgender friend that ended up committing suicide that mm -hmm. Dave was talking about? I felt that was a great story. Fucking Dave does shit, and it's just so fucking amazing how he does it, man. It's fucking crazy how this man is able to sit here and talk to you give you a little jab here make you laugh make you laugh and then just zinger yep that was the coldest shit i ever seen a nigga do also with the that that was on touch on that shit was fucking fire it's like oh shit but hey but then like when it got to the 
you know, making the you know, make the money, put it into the college fund. I'm gonna hand it to her myself and let her let her know I knew her father. Yeah, as real as that is, it's funny as hell. It, but it it's not fabricated. That's what my but thing is. It's like you, I've, nothing in this special to me was distasteful. Nothing, nothing. was offensive. You know who I think should, if they were going to be offended, could be offended. The baby? No. Oh, okay. White people, because he says clear as day. If you pay attention to my my special, he was like transgender have never been my issue. My issue have always been with white, white people. people. <laughs> but at, I mean, like, and but that's even, the other thing. My bad. That's the other thing. All the racist shit that he would say or do cracking on us just in black people in general there was no problem with it but also I see people say that especially like with the Chappelle show we want, niggas weren't so damn sensitive back then either that show wouldn't rock today and, and Bernie Matt would have been canceled like 55 times and you know why he wouldn't no nah, like well they would have tried he would have been in the same boat as Chappelle he wouldn't give a fuck if he it goes back to that Kendrick Lamar shit that, that song he was like uh Bernie Mac died. Nobody asked why. Like, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, fuck. I want to say it was on Section 80. Huh? It was on To Pippa Butterfly. I don't think it was on To Pippa Butterfly. Bernie Mac died. Nobody asked why. Ah, shit. I want to say it was on Section 80. Nah, it it was a young Kendrick. It was a young Kendrick. If you can find that lyric, it'll bring it up. But anyways, bro... I sit back and I'm just like, man, they eliminate niggas for a fucking reason. Because if you look at Prince, you look at Mike, you look at Bernie, it's like those deaths literally changed the era of our life today. It's like soon as somebody make a statement, they end up passing. They give you the bullshit. Like, I still don't believe the whole Prince death. Like, he, uh, they said he overdosed. I don't believe that. I, do, I That's just me. I don't believe it. But, I mean, this is a whole conversation for a whole nother day. I'm not going to stick on this. But at the same time, John Gruden, Dave Chappelle, niggas that's in the fucking news, they're in the news for no reason. This is not news. This is entertainment. And what well, one is entertainment, the other one is a man's personal motherfucking emails and his own personal thoughts. Why do we give a fuck what he thinks? If it's not something that's like hurting anybody or like make it where he's singling somebody out for something like crazy, um, it's not that big a deal to me. Man, I, I look at all this shit as entertainment. Like, if let's say, well, I got a different manager now. But let's say if I still had the same manager, not, and it came out how many times I've called this nigga a fucking dickhead, would I lose my job? You shouldn't, you shouldn't. But <laughs> what does dickheads classify <laughs> as in a in a fucking like like? It's not racism. Is that like sexism? <laughs> you a fucking dickhead. 
Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have at least one message where I was like, oh, this nigga's a fucking dickhead and I think he's gay. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong. It's your opinion. I still think he's no. I'm off of it. Um, speaking of entertainment. Did I cancel for that? I don't even know the niggas that canceled this shit. Can this nigga just show his face? So I can like be like, yo, fuck that nigga. I don't know who the fuck runs cancel culture. I don't know. And I would like to know. So I can like egg their house well, first or something. Of all, I feel like, you know, they got, they got what they call black Twitter. And I feel like it's only black Twitter that be trying to cancel black people. Can we please cancel uh goddamn don't call them don't call the aliens aliens, bitch? If y'all don't get Zimmy Lamato, the Bado, the get the, <laughs> the crackhead, the fuck this. up out of here. I said some fucked up shit. I, you see me post it up, right? You, you, you said she on that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said, ain't it? <laughs> I said that shit. But what? you want to know the fucked up shit what? I said? Wait, wait, wait. You want to hear the fucked up shit that I said? I, I don't give a fuck, man. This is my shit. This is my shit. What you going to do? Just I don't care. I said, damn. They took my nigga DMX. They took the wrong damn junkie. That's exactly what I said. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yep, I said it. Damn, son. I said that shit. I told Boogie, but I said it. <laughs> um, happy belated birthday, happy bro. Happy belated, man. Um, he was here Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, ha, ah, man, since we just got finished talking about pretty much sports. Boxing, boxing, boxing. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. A fight that I would call or I would tell my kids, man, I witnessed this fight. You kids would sleep. Your mom was right here. And everybody down here, I don't know how y'all slept through that fucking noise. Woo! People are asking me how I feel about the fight, man. Oh, my God. One hell of a fight. Entertaining level fight. A trilogy that ended great. Now, mind you, me going into this fight, I said Deontay Wilder was going to get him out of this fight. That didn't happen, but I'm going to tell you. From the second fight, when Deontay Wilder made a statement saying that, damn this, I want to go out on my shield. This fight right here showed exactly what he meant you don't need to stop his fight he's good but he's a warrior and for his trainer to throw in the towel yes i understand like saving your fighter because me as a boxing fan and just doing the boxing shit me sitting back it's like sometimes you got to throw the towel in but he was i understand now because he was fucking amazing i don't care what nobody say first things first don't call deontay wilder a bum because he's not a fucking bum he is a world-class boxer he's a olympian he was 42 and oh with 41 knockouts that's not a fucking bum two when it comes down to boxing, you have matches that are made where you have a power puncher 
versus a boxer. And when you say a boxer, it is a motherfucker that knows the sweet science of it, that knows how to defend himself, a motherfucker that knows how to adjust in a fight. And Tyson Fury is a pure boxer. Yeah, he don't look like a fucking boxer, but he knows the fundamentals of boxing, which Deontay Wilder lacks. Now, I, I think, and I'm not a big boxer yeah, fan. Talk your shit because I'm here. No, I think bro just more of a, a nigga who grew up knowing how to fight. And I think when you know how to fight and you have this, a lot of niggas have in their mind, I'm going to fight, I'm fighting to win. I don't care who you put. Tyson Fury is number one. He proved that. Tyson Fury had stories of literally, I feel he cheated in the second fight. Yes, I do believe he cheated. It's not his first time. <laughs> At the same time with Deontay Wilder, it's just fucking amazing that this man was able to get dropped, get up, drop Tyson Fury right after. He drops him. And I feel like Tyson Fury got up again, and he dropped him again. Now, my only complaint about this fight is the same thing that happened with Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas. Mike Tyson, yeah, he got knocked out by Buster Douglas. But at the same time, Buster Douglas did not make that 10 count. He was down for, I want to say, 16 seconds. Now, I didn't like the count. In the first fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury did not make that 12 count. That's my opinion. But this fight right here, do the count yourself. That second knockdown, Tyson Fury was down for 12 seconds. That's all I'm going to say. But it's boxing. The ref is there to do his job. They have to figure it out. That's my only complaint because I do feel Tyson Fury, he got dropped. Then he got dropped again in the same round. Most of the time, if you watch any other fight, the ref is counting them out. If you're on one knee and that motherfucker's at eight, nine-ish, that fight's over. It's over. He was out. I felt Deontay Wilder got the knockout. That's my opinion. But they let the fight go on. Great. I'm sitting back now. Probably fifth round, which was a great fifth round. I said to myself, you know what? No, I didn't say to myself. I said to everybody that was downstairs. I said, I don't give a fuck who wins. This is a great fucking boxing match. These dudes is slugging. Deontay Wilder is getting. He looks like all it takes is one punch. This motherfucker is drained. He's tired. You can see it. But that motherfucker kept getting up and kept getting up. I got all respect for that motherfucker, Deontay Wilder. And the next thing, I'm about to get off this. But the next thing a lot of people were talking about was, yo, it's not uh, Deontay Wilder is a bad sportsman. He's entitled to that. He works hard for what he does, and he really wanted this win. And I don't like how the black people turn their back on him. Because when he was the champion and he was undefeated, we were rolling. Well, I was always rolling with Deontay Wilder. But I knew, hey, this dude don't pick his hands up. He has no defense. He really doesn't have an offense. He has power, which he showed. At the same time, if I was Deontay Wilder throughout everything, 
I wouldn't have. No, like he said, there is no love. Tyson Fury said, you got my respect. He said, I don't got no respect for you. No, I'm not. No, get out of here. This dude, and I believe this nigga cheated in the second fight. We're talking about boxing, a sport that can be deadly. We've seen people die in this ring. We've seen and heard stories. It was just a couple months ago, an 18-year-old hopped in the ring and she lost her life. At the same time, that's pure boxing. That's what happens. It, it can happen, right? But if you have somebody that's cheating, doing enhancements or uh, anything, anything that is in the line of cheating and boxing to me is is rude because you can hurt them up. You can kill. I'm, you can hurt a nigga just regular boxing. But we're talking about a man's life, a man to take care of his family, which uh, Deontay Wilder's daughter is like she she has something. I don't know what it is. Uh, she may be mentally ill. I don't know. I don't I'm not mentally ill, but uh, you, you get what I'm saying. Something's wrong with her. At the same time, you with you cheating, you being selfish to the sport of boxing, cheating not only yourself, but the fans and the fighter that you're in front of. Bro, you're robbing this man from his family. That's how I look at it. So yeah, I I don't res I I like Tyson Fury, but I know you can cheat too. So when you have a fighter say, "Yo, I don't respect you and I don't like you," I can see why. It's more to just, hey, we got a fight coming up on goddamn ten fourteen. Y'all tune in. We got pay per views. Boom boom boom. No, this what this, there was no promotion for this fight really. It was, I don't like this nigga. I'm getting it back in blood. He cheated. But this was a hell of a fight. I loved it. My bad, Poe. No, I don't think he got it back in blood, bro. No, nah, he didn't get it back in blood. But nobody lost that fight. Um, I think the fans got a great fight. Boxing, the boxing world, boxing history got a great fight. Um, and I feel if you don't like Tyson Fury, you respecting him by the end of the night. And if you don't like Deontay Wilder, you respecting him at the end of the night. Cause that was a fucking dog fight. And I'm going to be honest, that could have happened. Cause I know it's a lot of people out there that only seen snippets and fucking highlights. I'm letting you know, you're cheating yourself of a great fucking fight. If you watch highlights of this fight. You have to watch this fight, sit back, and just watch it, and you will understand how great of a fight this was. And it would have happened to either one of them. Um, Yeah, that's all I have on motherfucking boxing. We got some more good fights coming up. I'm excited for them, but I think this is the best fight of the year. Um, What else we got, Poe? I'm motherfucking tired. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk. We can talk about um a Don Tolliver album. Let's talk about Don Tolliver's album. You got the floor. Let's talk. Well, I got the floor. <laughs> you got the floor. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you have it. There's only out of the whole album, there was only one song I'm not crazy about, but I had already. It was already one of the singles, so I already knew. But crazy, last week now I was trying to put you on Kaliuchis. She's on the album. Yes. That's actually his girlfriend, too. Okay. I, I, I did not know that. I don't know what Don Tyler looks like. 
But I just know the name. I don't know the face. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, since Bo don't want to introduce it or, or nah, warm up um, the segment, like, nah, I like um, out of the whole album, that was, the, was only one song out there. That, that was the only song I didn't like. Um, I think it was a good album. It was a solid album. It made this album did make me go back and listen to his first album because I did really like that one as well. Um, which is crazy because my favorite song on this one is Outer Space. My favorite song on the old, on the first album was Spaceship. <laughs> so shit was dope though. Um. Not nah, like literally, I could put both albums like I'm not go to like Don Tyler because I got both albums on my little playlist. But I just hit shuffle on him; it all feel like like sonically can go together. Okay. Um. Let me know when I start hating. Okay. Oh, are, are you done? Y'all I mean you still got more? Keep going. You got the flow. Um, I wasn't crazy about the two Travis Scott features. <laughs> okay I don't know much about Don Tolliver I heard his first album This is Travis Scott's artist right Or they're in the same camp or something like that right? Yeah he sounded Travis Okay I got that I understand that They sound like I was just about to say There's me listening to this album Let me go ahead and get this out there Cause I don't wanna I do not want to disrespect and call this album trash because the production on this album is good. It is good. But this album is mid. Am I good so far? See it? All right. All right. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> this album is mid. It's not good. It's not great. It's not trash. And it's not bad. But it is mid. And the only reason I say that it is mid is because, God damn it, bro, it's levels to this shit, bro. For Poe to sit there and just be like, you're going to say that he sound, they sound alike? You're goddamn right because they sound alike. And am I known to be a hater of Travis Scott up here? I'm not. Yes. Am I? You don't like Travis Scott. No, no, no. Well, it's not a. I don't, don't like the nigga. But when you talk about Travis Scott, it's just Travis Scott. I don't need niggas to be like Travis Scott is up there with J. Cole, Kendrick, and what he is. All right. I don't hate him. I don't dislike him if he's on. I just get tired of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of his ad libs. But it's levels to this shit because he, he is him. And when you hear it, you accept it for what it is. It's Travis Scott. All right. Cool. Now, Don Tolliver, it's levels to this shit, man. I did feel like this whole album was Travis Scott. I do feel that way, right? And before I realized that Travis Scott was on the song, I just was like, okay, he's using Travis Scott's ad-libs. Now, was that... I don't really remember that album, right? But... Is there certain songs where it's just Travis ad lib, or is the song with Travis using Travis using his ad libs? The ones with Travis is okay. All right, cool. Not knocking it. At the same time, I'm just sitting back and I'm like, God, this is like him talking or rapping or singing whatever it is that he does. I'm like, God damn, this is like making my ears cringe with this great production. And then I said, you know what? It's certain songs 
or maybe the whole album that I said, press, don't do that. I'm literally talking to myself. I'm like, don't do that. Listen to the words. I'm like, I'm listening. I said, this album would be great if every fucking word came out of top dollar sign mouth. Does that make sense? But what makes you not like it, though? The album? No, you say it sounds great coming from Todd. What makes it not sound good coming from Don? Him. His voice on the track, it just sounds too much Travis Scottish, and I'm not getting him. See, here's a, that's the funny thing, I, and I, I kind of wish my coworker was here with me, because we've had a conversation about Don, uh, Don Tolliver a while back, and he was saying how he feels like Travis is taking from Don Tolliver over the last like year or two. Now me, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm only going off how I was introduced. So if somebody said, nah, Don Tolliver was here first and he pretty much sprinkled on to Travis, boom, 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 it's levels to this shit. Okay, that may be true. But Travis Scott perfected it and you just mimicking it and no, you're not so doing a real good so job. I, yeah, talk to me. First, let me know that you feel where I'm coming from. I, I, me listening to this album, I felt like you wasn't going to like it. Because... I just like the production. Because it's very reminiscent of Travis. But I feel like, with the exception of Sheck West, um, everybody... All right, so you know how you got OVO and everybody over in OVO sound like a version of Drake? Of the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I feel the same way about the Jack Boys, about Cactus. Like, about, okay. Yeah. I feel like everybody signed to Travis sounds like a version of Travis to me. So Say that one more time. That just got to... Like, everybody register. signed to Travis uh -huh. sounds like a variation of Travis. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I'm with you. Now, that, that goes back to... And that's all I'm saying. It's I'm levels not, to this shit. But I'm saying, I feel like... Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to see how I want to word this. Yeah, fuck this, fuck this segment up, bro. No, Come on, I'm fucking no, with you. No, cause again, I cause I feel like Drake is the the whole OVO camp is the perfect mirror for this. Yeah, the weekend. I'm <laughs> the not week, giving the weekend is not over there. No more. He never he never signed over nah, there. Nah, he wrote over there. He wrote for he one sung, album. He did a lot of shit for one and album. Niggas, that's it's one, levels the, to this shit. The one good one. The one good album. Uh, the one. No, the one. No, I gotta say one good album. He got another. Good nah, one. the one. He got two good albums. Maybe. Take Care is not my favorite album. That's the one The Weeknd wrote on. That's yeah, that, that's probably my 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't even, like, I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, so I feel like if you listen to Party Next Door, mm -hmm. right? He's a good artist, right? Great artist. Yeah, wrote for Drake. <laughs> I feel like he sounds, he sounds good. Him and Drake sound similar. Drake sounds like him. I'm with you. <laughs> They sound similar. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm letting you know in your in, in, in the way that you're doing this, Drake is Don Tolliver. God damn it! No, no, Drake is Travis. I know what you're trying to say, but I'm letting you know Drake is a knockoff of everybody in his camp. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. Not but. No, I'm with you. I'm gonna let no, you get off. Go ahead. Go no. ahead. Talk shit. No, 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 for real. I, you know where I'm at with it. But, but go I'm ahead. Saying, get okay, your shit off. I feel like all right. If you put 
Party Next Door and Drake together. Let's, cause the thing about with Travis and Don is they, they voices are more similar than Drake and Party Next Door. I agree with you. So let's say if Drake could sing, for a nigga can't sing. If that nigga could actually sound like Party Next Door, and you put them together, like you will, the same thing you're saying about Don Tyler, you would say about Party Next Door. I, so you're saying that I would be like, oh, he sounds like Drake, and I would not yes. like his album because it sounds more Drakeish. And knowing that I don't like Drake, I'll say this album is right. Gotcha. So I, that's a, so I feel like anybody, like I said, if you don't like Travis, I feel like you probably don't like the Jack Boys. My thing is, my thing is, I really want to get that out of people's head. I don't dislike Travis. I literally just broke it down. I just know Travis for being Travis. I like his music. It's not my favorite. It's not my best. It's I accept it for what it is because I'm not a a core fan of Travis. But at the same time, I know what I dislike from Travis that can turn me off real quick. So, and the reason... Which is his ad-libs. And my thing is, right, if you listen to Travis when he first came out, what you said you did, he said his biggest influence were Kanye, Kid Cudi, and M.I.A. God damn, that's a lot of niggas I don't like. <laughs> damn. From the very jump, knowing that, you're like, oh, this makes sense of why he sounds like this. Like, he's, the three people he said he's a big fan of, mm -hmm. that's who, he sound like a baby of them niggas. But that goes back to your Method Man statement when you yeah. said that he, it was, I get the influences. Yeah, so, what I'm, what I'm saying is, so, that's how he, he was that, and he kind of evolved into his own sound, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have, because this is where, I'm, I'm, I'm still mirroring, mirroring. Drake and the, yeah. So, I'm where you. you got The weekend. Who said his sound? He he perfect. He like he liked Drake's sound, so he perfected it and mm -hmm. became his own sound. And then Drake took from it. Levels so, to this shit. Travis is now. So I feel like Donald Tolliver's the weekend. Mm -hmm. He liked the sound, made it his own, and Travis is now borrowing from it. So they sound similar because one, Travis made the original sound. Mm -hmm. Don made it his own. Travis like, oh, I like how you're doing that. Let me take that right back real quick. Okay. And if you go to Astro World, Don Tolliver is on it, mm -hmm. and you hear Travis start kind of grabbing, do doing that. Mm -hmm. After that, that's where it's at. Like Travis goes back into his own thing, but he still, I think it's the uh, he learned how to because he can't. Travis can't sing. Let's say this. But he knows There's how no to problem. Get... I have no problem with artists juggling. And I'm hoping that I'm... That's why I said, let me know when I'm hating. Because I'm not trying to hate. I'm like... What you're describing is juggling. Which I feel there's no problem with juggling. But at the same time, my only statement is, is different levels to this shit. Travis Scott has perfected his juggling so much that when you have somebody in your camp and you have a listener that does not really listen to your camp like that. And I'm trying to give you a, but my ear call the, um, my ear call, uh, fuck Justin Timberlake. And he ended up having Beyonce on the remix. Um, fuck is that song? Uh, 
can't you, you got your phone it's it's the midwest so uh go to don tolliver's album and i want to say something uh, uh, midwest something I, or run down the track list i'm sorry I, th- I was trying to figure out what Justin Timberlake song you was um, talking about. Oh yeah, while you doing that, I I, I can definitely uh, you know until what, the end of time. You know what, the, the swinging on. What, yep, know. yep. Hold on, swinging on who? I don't know how to pronounce that shit. It's, it's something mid west. Like Western Yes, that song. But they sampled like in the middle. They sampled. Uh, fuck! I just said the song. I just said it. Um. Fuck, I just said it. God damn my brain. Um This joint, right? Yeah. Um, but it's in the middle. It's in the middle. Um Until the end of time. Until the end of time. That's the that's the song I'm talking about that they sample. Skip that shit. That right there. That's until the end of time. And you say that I have a bad, like, I hear certain things and I'll be like, yo, that does not sound the same. Please tell me that shit sounds the same. I, just, I see. Yes. Okay, cool. I think the, the I think the drums are different. Like They slow same, it same, down. Same pattern. I think the drums. Yes. It, you're 100%. But he's all, I mean, um, he's, he's from Houston, bro. Okay, I'm not knocking it. I, I, I just, I, I, like, I don't, okay, I don't know. If there's a, a Houston sound now that's different from what the world know as a Houston sound, because uh, Don and Travis are both from Houston. Okay, I did not know that, but uh, yeah, my point on that song, I tried to just dissect the words. I feel that was a bad fucking song. That's the song I've seen so many girls. Go, like going crazy for it. because of the production. I'm letting you like they probably get a something else of, out of it. I don't know. A lot of women like that nigga's voice. It just sounds Travis Scottish to me. But you put Ty Dolla Sign on that? Oh, that shit riding. No, that I feel. I don't know. Like I feel like the cadence is Travis Scottish. I don't think he he sings better than Travis, bro. So it can't. I don't know. I don't know, but I I, I, t- I take him for him and Travis for Travis because like I said, I the songs he has with Travis up here, I don't like Travis on them. I'm I'm be honest with you, as much as and this is why I said the album's mid to me because I can put this album on and be fine, but if I'm doing what I do and just dissect what's going on, break it down, I, I it puts my fucking brain to work and I'd be like man this shit is fucking it's not good it's not bad it's just okay it's like very me I mean I feel like but that song right there my bad why, go ahead my bad no, I just, Todd Dollison has a better voice than Don Tolliver like singing wise he has a better voice well so, the reason why I, like I said the only reason I thought of Todd Dollison was because I, I really don't know I'm just like listening I'm like yo Todd Dollison will fuck this production up and I was like, well, shit, if you give Todd Dollar this shit, it's just levels to this shit. It's niggas out here that can do certain shit and that have done certain shit. And when you have somebody, it just I looks mediocre. Know. The way Don hit that shit right before the beat change on the shit with him and Keem, that's... How bro. strong did you feel about Keem's verse? It, it was very short to me. Well, he has two of them. 
He had two verses? Beginning and end. He starts the song and he ends the song. Keem is doing something. He's I feel he's about to be the ladies' goddamn rapper. Like he the ladies or the ladies are gonna gravitate towards baby. I've been Keem. trying to put a I was, about, I was about to say a bitch. I was about to put this just this John on. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't she ain't taking until I played this song. She said, Alright, you putting me on. But she was like, Don't I don't be around nobody that say put on Baby King. Ever since you not yet. Put, so every time you say every time you play Baby King, not gonna ask people about Baby King. They don't know who Baby King is. I said they don't know yet. They just don't know yet. And and that's what it is. They don't know yet. And when they find out, you know that thing that Drake tried to say and do when he was like, Oh, your sister and your girl gonna be buying my album before the niggas out here. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be what King does. Because if you hear a lot of shit, like well, what I hear from King is a lot of I don't care who talking to my bitch. Uh, I need a real girl, not a fucking industry girl. Like that, that talk right there. I like that Did shit. You ever go back and listen to "Die for My Bitch"? Yo, you give me a fucking another goddamn listening segment every week. I don't no, know. Every time we I, bring, every time we bring up Keem, I tell you to go listen to "Die for My Bitch." Well, check me out. Is this an album or something? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what's dropping tomorrow, but I would definitely <laughs> listen to it. Uh, is it on? It's on everything. Okay, I'll listen to that. But that energy that he's bringing, the ladies are gonna love it, and I like that wave. It's like he is about to be. First of all, this nigga be getting away with the uh, what was it? Um, first order of business on the album. He literally says, "Yeah, you had a whole face." Oh no, bro! Like <laughs> he talks his shit, bro, and that's why I'm saying I'm realizing because like he was like uh. I don't know exactly which song it was, but I'm like, it's literally just playing in my ear. And he's, he says some shit like, I need, hold on. God damn it. I really don't remember. My brain farting right now. Um, What the fuck did he say though? He was like, uh, it, and it was more like a, it wasn't a hook. I, I can't give him like credit for hooks because there's so many different hooks that he does in a song. Um, But he was just talking about bitches in the industry. He was like, I don't need a industry chick or I don't need... God damn it, I really don't remember. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, and I'm trying to hit for you to, like, throw it back. Like, oh, you talk about this. But he's like, yo, I don't need a fucking industry chick or an Instagram bitch. Or He said some crazy shit. I don't know. Man, shout out to fucking Baby King, man. That nigga cooking up, man. He cooking up. I feel like I, You know I, exactly I what I'm talking like about. I like he produced that song. His name ain't on the credit as a producer, but I feel like he produced that shit. Um, yeah, I like that song, but I'm, I'm there for Baby King. Um, like bro, I said, this is the, all the, just the a listen he, for me. But right before the beat change, you don't like that shit? Bro, that flow was fire that Don Tolliver's doing. I mean, it was okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, no, I do. I do. But play it, motherfucker. Damn. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta. You just gonna play the first half. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, the first half ain't even that long. What's your timing over there? 131. I lost about three minutes over there. I ain't rather forget it was that long. Yeah, skip that shit or pause it or do something. Up, man. It's boo, man. Like, I can get, let your friends know. Can you 
spray my hair like Iverson. I'm just playing up. <laughs> it's fucking cold, bro. Like. Have you seen me? Hold on, did you feel like right there was kind of a Drake flow when it gets into the yes moving that is big. I'm sorry. No, I'm not giving no. It sounds like a Drake flow. It does. I don't know what song, but I feel like it's like a Drake and Future song. It sounds like a Drake flow to me, but we can go. On. Big mistake. I cannot relate. Me and my girl moving at a pace. I can see it. Yeah, I like this one. This one, like this, this was cold. But tell me, Ty Dolla Sign wouldn't fuck this up. I like how it is. Ooh, yeah. That nigga will fuck this shit up. Cut this shit off. <laughs> that shit is fire, bro. That part right there is fire. I mean, what else we got? I didn't want to stay on this nigga. Pause. <laughs> I got my shit off, and that's what I need to work on. Once I get my shit off, I get like bored just dragging <laughs> that shit out, man. Um, what else went down? What else went down? Like I said we had a lot. Come on, Poe, help me out. You out here in these streets. I'll be at work and home. That's all I'll be. Bro, you listen to music like that at work, bro. It's crazy, bro. You're the only nigga there, bro. Put on the goddamn speaker, bro. Advertise that shit. That's what I would do. I can't be playing the, all the niggas and bitches and all kinds of shit. Nah, that you gonna... can't do that, but how many niggas and bitches be dropping like that? Like, Bro, I don't notice it until I try to put it on at work. <laughs> be honest, bro. You think I be playing? Like, I really, I do be putting shit on. And, I, and then, like, I put some shit on and let that, like, y'all just let that shit rock. Fuck it. I'm ringing somebody up and I just hear that. Get that side out, like, hey, yo, you hear this shit? I ain't saying nothing. Hey, yo, yo, that's that new shit. That's that new, new shit. I just keep ringing up. I'm like, I don't hear nothing, bro. Mm. Um, shit, I'll be, I'm the only nigga in there, I'll be like, yeah, manager left his fucking phone, I'm sorry, I, I can't get into it to fucking turn it off, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, nigga, I was sitting there, bro, I, had, uh, I told you, I was playing Cushion Orange Juice the other week, and I'm, you know, it's the vibes, I'm like, yo, it's background music, and I'm ringing shit up, and I just hear all the shit with, I'm like, yo, I ain't rather this nigga be cussing and saying shit so damn much. Not, uh, what's that one shit with, like, it was on Black Hollywood, and he was like. She got a big ass home. I ain't like that tape like that. I did. I actually, I, I like that. I like that. Him and Juicy did a great job on that. Him and Juicy are a good team, though. Um, I don't know exactly what else we needed to talk about, but we only at like 135. We're going to try to bust two, right? You good? I'm, I'm, I'm home alone. <laughs> You good? We I'm good? I don't go back to work till Tuesday. Oh, shit, we good. <laughs> We're not going to give y'all three hours, but, you know, we here. Um, you said we were going to talk, because we was texting earlier about the the Wale thing. Okay. Do we need to talk about that? Do we need I, I, feel, I feel we already have made the statement, but if you I, have... I feel like you've made that statement excuse me, numerous times up yes. there about the MMG. Yes. And every time you say something about... Goddamn. Okay, you good. Where your water at? I'm good. No, I'm about <laughs> oh, 
Um, but, uh, every time you've made a statement, I've never really rebutted the MMG part. Because I can understand why you say that, but at the same time, I don't agree with it. And the reason I don't agree with it is because every album he's dropped under MMG, I feel like, has been good. And he still, he gives you what you know him for, as well as giving you some newer shit. All right. So let's talk it. Well, me, as you know, a lot of artists that we talk about, I get on them late. Now, Wale was already mainstream when I actually heard. I didn't know anything about his mixtapes and all that shit. But at that time, I want to say it was what was the what was the one track with the little white girl? It was more poppy. It wasn't really. Oh, like rap. I know it you're was, talking about. It was oh. his first mainstream joint. I know you're talking about. That was the one. Uh, goddamn Atlantic had him do it. Uh, Lady Gaga. And that may have been. What is it? Pretty. Uh, pretty. Not, not pre- pretty girls. That, no, pretty girls came. Was the, the, was the next single after Okay. Anyways. But, the, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of anything. Anyways. That's okay. It was my shit too though. Yeah. So, at that time, I was rocking with him. My name Wale. And I can't Wale, think of the name. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of the name of the fucking song though. That's damn. What terrible Poker Wale face, right? No. Not, what the fuck? No. I'm sorry. Not, that's, that's, the only reason I can remember it because I know Wayne went in on the beat. Damn. What's that? I'm, hold up. Got a, that was on attention deficit. I know exactly. I know okay, do, do what you got to do. I know the album. Do, do what I, you got to do, and I'm going to speak my piece. So when it come to Wale, that's all I knew him for. Chilling. Chilling. Okay. Yeah. This shit? Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. I got to let it drop. This was fire. <laughs> Beat, hard, everything. You about to get your dance back. <laughs> Cut that shit, man. That was, that was right before him and, and Gaga popped. That right there was great. I enjoyed it. Then he came with Pretty Girls right after that. And I the, said... That on same album. I said, you know what? This dude got something. I do want to let you know. If you've never listened to that album, it is a really good album. With... Um, like, that that song's on the Pretty Girls. What was this album? It's called Attention Deficit. It's his first album. Okay. That's before just, signing to MMG, correct? Yeah, he was under he was on um Atlantic at the time. Okay. That same time frame, this sound, this sound, this energy, this fun guy, this guy, low-key positive, like I know what I was getting from him. You know? Then you tell me, then you tell me what you don't tell me. Rick Ross, who I was not a fan of at that point in time. I'm not a fan of Rick Ross. This is now, mind you, I only like Rick Ross deeper than rap album. That's the only album I like from Rick Ross that I can sit back and just listen to that shit and be good. All that other shit, I miss me with it. Rick Ross puts out on Twitter. He says, "Yo, none of y'all know we just signed Wale." Oh, Wale may have said, "Yo, I just signed the MMG," and I remember where I was in. Computer class literally probably listened to Tory Lanez on um, hip hop early. I'm on that website and I peep it and I'm like, that's not a good move. That's the first thing I said. I don't like that move. That's not a good move. I did not like just the people that were in him. You can't put Wale beside fucking gunplay. Here's my thing, man. I liked him over I, the first 
two albums that he did. Like that for the first two years he was over there. I really liked him over there. What 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 are those albums that were over there? No, I'm talking about the first two self-made albums, the oh, MMG okay. albums. Okay, gotcha. I liked him over there. Also, around at the time of the second album, um, Nipsey was very heavy over there because he was about to sign Nipsey, and Nipsey decided he didn't want to um, he didn't want to get famous and let and have people feel like Ross got him famous when he already had a team that he'd been working with. So he said him and Ross always been cool, but he's like he decided not to do that. Stop right but, there! Wait, wait, wait! My bad. Wait. That right there, that right there, that whole statement and story that you just told, Wale could have done the exact same shit. And Wale, we, we did the list last week. It really, with Wale energy that he was bringing and the shit that he brung, like I said, his music, his talent is there. He's on the list. But at the same time, that move over there with Rick Ross and them... MMG, it just was not a good look. It did not fit him. It, this dude, watch. He's a nerd, bro. My thing, I, I, and I'm not I, knocking I, I, the nerd. Here's, here's the thing. Cause I, the reason I understand it, because I feel like, even though, if people don't know, we're speaking on Wally, went back and forth with a fan who said he thought MMG was a bad move. Yes. Um, I feel like Wale also felt that way at one point. And because there was there was a time where the, people were asking him why is it him and Ross ain't working together as much no more, mm-hmm. and while it was like because he's like yo he he likes when I do like the the the, the, the Geechee records the super hype shits and I want to be on my my lady shit mm-hmm. he's like so you know he always give me the support but when if I'm not doing exactly what he wants to do it's not he's not like right up on me all the time so like I get it because I feel like at a point. Nigga, I feel like Ross gave Wale a different fan base for a little while, but but did that fan base stick with no, Wale? Or the, re- the reason I I don't think it stuck was because Wale didn't stick to what he was doing. Do you f- okay? So with that question and that statement, that I, I, I just feel, made, I, feel I like just feel like the street niggas. I feel street niggas were not attached to Wale. From the beginning, middle, or end. No, I feel like if he had stuck to what he was doing, because I know a lot of the street niggas who started get when he started doing the songs like uh, "Taps on My Arm" and "600 Bins" and all them mm-hmm. stuff, niggas is like, oh, yeah. like bro, Wale and Jada Kiss on a hard record. Come on, say, like, and them niggas, you know, these are both bar niggas. With Ross, I mean, he ain't a bar nigga, but you know, he got he got he brings the Movado to it. Um. Like yeah, I just feel like he he had got to a point where he was good with everybody knew how he came originally. And they're like, yo, he still gets in that bag when he wants to get in that bag. We all know he got the lady records. Now he now he bringing he got the street records. I feel like if he could keep doing all three, oh, and every once in a while he just he just pop out with a goddamn strip club song that always turns up. I don't think he was successful with street records. I disagree because I seen street niggas love the shit. No, I'm. And I, I feel like well, the only reason it stopped. I feel like he he stopped, so they was like, okay, he ain't doing it no more. Well, my thing is, I'm, when I say the street records, he didn't succeed as well as all his little mainstream songs that are good and bubble. I'm saying it didn't work for him. To have street records to bust like his mainstream records. 
And I feel the level that Wale would have been on, it didn't matter. Those street records were still going to bubble. With See, or without, well, without MMG, those street records still would have bubbled. I feel without MMG, those street records don't exist. His, before MMG, his most street record was a song called Nike Boots. Mm-hmm. That shit. It's street, but it ain't street. Yeah, but that... But even, like, I feel like even his street records show who he was. Like, it's, he didn't... I don't feel like he compromised himself at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he was still, like... His verse on 600 Bins, that way that nigga's going in with his wordplay, at the end of the verse, he said, it's crazy, you still think I'm talking about car shit. He's talking about something completely different and was able to wrap it all together. And I'm with you on that. I'm not taking away none of the songs. I'm just saying street label. But I also It's like I look at it like this. It's like Kid and Play signing the fucking Rough Riders. Would that make sense to you? No, I'm dead serious. Like no. That, like, I, I don't that, no, that, that's not a good comparison. I feel that is a great like a he's a party he in it's my eyes he was a party guy, he was the fun guy. I don't know. And you know why you feel that way? Oh party, party. No, ladies. no, no. And I'm telling you, I understand the levels of Wale. I do. I've and, listened and, to and what, and what I'm saying is I feel like being on MMG made him Try to embrace a level of himself he hadn't embraced too much for before. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think that that was a good move for him to do. Did, did, I, was I it successful for him? That's my only thing. It's like, with this signing, he lost out on a lot of success I don't, when it comes I, down I, I to his tears. I, the, reason I tears. Don't, the reason I don't agree is because I feel like... I feel like Wale got himself into a space where he was either going... He's about to either... Do something on his own to pop crazy, or he was about to flop after he left Atlantic mm-hmm. or got dropped from Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want, and I feel like once you get dropped from a major label and you ain't got nothing buzzing, who looking for you? So it was either he had to get himself hot right then to get back where he was when he dropped the pretty girls and all that shit, or you got you got Ross with this deal on the table. The Bob flop. Because I want to say that was the same time I, I, and era. I don't, I don't, yeah, like his, his skill level never dropped. He still dropped shit. Yeah, I'm not, still, I'm not talking about skill. No, I'm, no, just, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like his skill, his skill, skill level never dropped. He still can rap his ass. He's still dropping. But he got dropped. Yeah, no, so he what, did. So once you no longer have that machine behind you, you have to find a way to get yourself back to that level. Mm-hmm. If you're not at that level when they, when you can get off. Now, B.O.B., was he with like Atlantic or Def Jam or he Universal? Was with, he, he was with Atlantic and Hustle Game. So, once again, all right, I'm going to say all this happened around the same time. Let's say B.O.B. and Wale get dropped at the same time. Who's more, who are we talking about more now? Wale or B.O.B.? We're talking about Wale. I'm saying now, like, if that happened around the same time, who has got talked about more musically? Wale, Wale. but what has those conversations been? I feel like they've been advised me, bro. I can, I, I, for the most part, know how many albums Wale have dropped since then. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many albums B.O.B. has dropped since he's been dropped. I, I, I can't neither. 
But I'm just trying. I feel a lot of the conversation. Well, me, I have a lot of the conversations when Wale name comes up. It's this conversation. Wale is good. He's a great talent. But at the same time, I disagree with the move over to MMG. Uh, LeBron James. I'm one. I'm a Celtic fan, so I, I, it's just rivals type shit. But at the same time, I liked LeBron. When he was with Cleveland, I did not like the move to Miami. I didn't like it. So it put a bad taste in my mouth, and it was like, fuck Wale's first album from MMG, niggas thought was his first album. I agree with you, which it wasn't. So I'm like, bro, that put him some... It put... Ross put him in front of people more, and I feel like that helped his career. Now, let me say this. If, if I was Wale... I just got dropped. I'm trying to figure out how I'm about to get get back popping. Ross gives me this this deal, right? Mm-hmm. I make I'm making all the same moves Wale made up until he drops the the album Gifted. After Gifted, I would have left. Cause at that point, to me, I'm at a point. All right, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm not doing the street records as much. I can still dabble into it when I want to. I just got my man's a deal. For people who don't know, I'm a big uh, Fat Trail fan. That's his man from DC. He got he got Trail signed to MMG as well, which is, I think is actually a perfect fit for that nigga. Yes, um, street nigga. I like, got my man's a deal. I'm up. I, I, let, let me see what I can do on my own at this point because I'm now in front of the people I need to be in front of. I can hold my own. Because I, I would use that raw situation to get me where I don't think I could have got by myself at that time. I mean, that is understandable, right? But it still does not go with, I mean, if it was a desperate move, then I understand it was it's a not desperate about, move. I'm not even about being desperate because I feel like nothing got compromised with him to me. And I'm going to be honest with you, Atlantic fucked up. Atlantic, That's what they did. Atlantic, but, it, they dropped a lot of niggas, but all right. From from my understanding, they had a whole like staff change. Somebody bought it out. A lot of people who did work there no longer working there. There were people who had like joint ventures. Some of the joints got severed, so a lot of shit went sideways. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot, which is uh, labels in general. Atlantic is nigga. They nigga. They got fucking a lot of motherfuckers now. They got Cardi B, Uzi. All yeah, yeah, yeah. So they doing anything? Yeah, but. Hey, I'm just saying, I, I don't think it was a bad move. and But I feel like, if you listen to Ambition, mm-hmm. his first album on, on MMG, I feel like it has a street poetic tone to it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you on that. Where his other stuff was just more like, oh, this nigga is, this is an artsy poetic. Nigga. Now, I'm going to say this. The art that he put together over there, yes, good. But on paper... Wale moving over there, it just looks. But you also, because you said first thing you said was he don't look, it don't look right him next to gunplay, right? Doesn't gunplay wasn't there at the beginning. I mean, he was around, mm-hmm. but he wasn't signed. The first, the original MMG roster: Ross, Wale, Meek, Pill. I'm with you on all that, but at the same time, now for the, well, the thing about it is. That original roster makes sense to me. When that nigga Omarion come in? Before or after O? <laughs> when he shouldn't have. <laughs> Not, but here's my thing. It made sense then because you now had 
Yeah. I feel like you have every. Let's say if who who you want to say is more street, Ross or Meek? You tell me. I'm a Fifty Cent guy. I'm, you tell me. All right, well, let's take one of them niggas at the end of the spectrum. <laughs> Wale at the other end, right? Okay. Pill was the guy that bridged the gap to me. Mm-hmm. He was a street nigga, but when you hear him rap, he's rapping about Malcolm X. He, he, mm-hmm. he bridged it all together, that right? That knowledge, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, so you got somebody for every aspect of mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? I get what he was trying to do. And then he was like, okay, at some point we got to make this not just street niggas. Let's make this a label. We gonna go sign Stally. Stally don't, he's not a street nigga neither. Mm-hmm. That nigga is an Ohio currency. Mm-hmm. But, Which I did listen to Currency's album. Finally? Yeah. I don't know which one it was. The got, shit he about to drop, bro. You know who he working on an album with? I remember you telling me, but no. Jermaine Dupree. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, nigga. Oh, God. The shit they posted is about so, to be crazy. So, damn. Shit about to be crazy. All right. Ridiculous. Um, and then, like, oh, we, we making this. When that shit a- dropping next week? Ain't no telling when that shit, <laughs> that shit be out tonight. <laughs> but now, like, just, like, you, I'll say for me. If I want to make a label, right? Mm-hmm. I want to have. I don't want to have all the same type of artists, because I don't want to fall into a. All oh, my niggas sound like a variation of Travis Scott, a variation of Drake. Yeah, no. I want you. I want all niggas who sound different. So, if he's like, okay, I I want to I want somebody that's going to sound different. Oh, Wale don't sound like Meek. No, and I'm Stiley, with Stiley don't sound like us. Omarion. Should have never been over there. But <laughs> yeah. he don't say he you know what I'm saying? It, at the time, Omarion didn't have anything going on either. They they caught one where they should it should have been bigger. Wale and Omarion caught one with the MIA record. Mm-hmm. Which again was on the self-made three. That was another the MMG album. Niggas make good made good music over there, so I don't feel like it was bad, a bad move. Now, yeah. like I, I understand when you saying looking at it on paper, like God, the fuck is he doing with that nigga? It, I get it, yeah. I get looking at it on paper, but I don't feel like it like stifled him or anything. I, I don't feel like it did anything to his career. I don't think. I feel like what what started killing this nigga's career is this nigga needs to not be on social media because I feel like that that nigga be going back and forth for niggas. He get depressed, gotta go to therapy, <laughs> figure it out. I'm like, bro, like as much as I really fuck with Wale. You are a dark skinned nigga with a whole lot of light skinned tendencies, my brother. Hey, bro, chill out. No, I said what I said. <laughs> bro, you cannot walk around looking like you could You could be kidding the Bobby Brown, and, but you, when you open your mouth, you drink. It's a little different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I did want to have, not a conversation, but watching the Wu Tang shit, I had to sit back. I was like, damn, who's my top five group? So I wanted to come up here and ask you who's your top five groups? Groups. We saying groups, not labels. Not labels, not labels, uh, but groups. I don't even. And I already have my five. I, 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 let's do your five. Um, I don't know. And this may be in order, but it's uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, two was. Are we doing duos too? No. Okay. No. So that's why that's why I was I'm like, talking about groups like when they collab they got that shit. So I think I had, I know I had Bone at one. Two was groups, 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 groups. Um, I want to say it was 
Bone Thugs. Okay, that's what it was. It was Bone Thugs and Harmony, D12. Uh, I had um, Wu Tang at three. Four was uh, Funk Volume. That's a label. Well, but they were more of a group. Like when they, when they, I get what you're saying, but we knew them as a group before really like the label. I don't know how you want to do that. I, I felt they were a group. Cause now, so when they first said funk volume, it was just hop and slizz. Ah, uh, but you knew that the first funk volume tape was hop and slizz. I'm with you on that. You are right. You are right. But the way <laughs> when I did this, I was like, you know what? That group together with all of them on a track, I like that shit as a group. I don't look at funk volume even though you're right about them being a label i looked at more of them being independent group like the, horseshoe game because the reason i say that is because if you go look up any songs they're all together it don't say funk volume it says everybody's individual name okay so you said groups it. not labels all i'm right. going off your rules well not nah, you switch you moving the goalpost on me no i'm but, not okay i'm right. going off what you say okay so all right once again Bone Thugs and Harmony, <laughs> D12, um, Wu Tang Clan. I can't put them niggas up there, so I'll put Slaughterhouse up there. I was gonna put Slaughter regardless. Slaughterhouse and five group wise NWA. NWA might be my number one actually. I had to throw them in there last because somebody fucking you know they on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and say that shit, Pope. Oh shit, bro. They on the list. I don't know, man. Five like that's a that's a lot of a lot of groups. Um You want Cypher Seal up there, nigga? <laughs> it's three of them shit. Nah, um, let me see, man. Alright, NWA. Wu Tang. G Unit. No, you, I don't think I don't think you could agree with that. Like you gave me the, if y'all don't know, this nigga just gave me the eyebrow. Like man, fuck that nigga G Unit. Well, fuck that nigga Fifty. At the same time, when the game was over there, I feel that you were still rolling with G Unit. Before I'll, the beef, not, you were G Unit. I okay. Let me make something very clear. I I stopped being a fan of Fifty after like when he dropped his second album. That made me not like him. Anymore. Damn! What the, what Curtis do to you? So that album made me not like Fifty. You okay. Feel me? So I stopped liking Fifty very early in his career, bro. <laughs> okay. Do you like what he's doing now with with him? I don't watch none of his shows. So I mean, well, I'm just saying, just the well business moves. Like you know how I say, like it's certain niggas that I don't like, like Jay Z. I don't like him. Like his this music. nigga Fifty. Somebody asked him. Uh, what is a what's some advice for upcoming artists? You know what this nigga said? Sign to the baby. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. Cause I don't I I I am not gonna say I don't like it. I don't They shouldn't have put Fat Joe in that situation. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Alright, let me let me let me, yeah, let yeah, me finish it and then we'll bring it back. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So G Unit? No, I'm not. No. Nigga. <laughs> even though, like, I, you know what? Because even though I can't, I can't say I dislike a group just because I didn't like one member. 
Okay, that makes sense. Because I actually, I fuck with game. I really fuck with, with Bug well, and Banks. Okay, okay. Um, but I don't know. But, but Yeo yeah, was trash. Of course. Um, but no, this is, they're not on my list. Okay. Um, I don't even. Dip shit. set, dip set, dip set. Nah, I got one for you. To, no, I'm um, helping you out. I know no, you got no, three no, six no, up no, there. No, 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 this is not in order. Let me take that. <laughs> now, if I, if I do an order, I'm fucking up. I can't do an order now. Come on now. NW, NWA. Uh-huh. Wu-Tang. Wu, 3-6. Uh-huh. Uh, Slaughterhouse. Uh-huh. Who am I, I going to give you that last slot? Mm-hmm. You would have had a last slot, but you want to move the goalpost on niggas. I wouldn't I want to put fuck volume up there. I don't know why. I, I, I wouldn't have put them up hey, there. Hey, 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 hey. You want to put Run DMC up there? <laughs> That was a duo with a DJ. Uh, you can look at it like that. You're still moving the goalpost, but all right. I'm. So I could say like EPMD then, nigga? Like. Yeah, you could. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's a duo. I can say Outcast, nigga? No. no. What's the difference between Outcast and EPMD? You're right, but no. <laughs> Who kind of shit is that? Man, you uh, got one more. Oh. The Outlaws. It's all good. I hope No, no, no. Damn, I just had it in my head. I lost it. Man. Black Hippie. Woo! You ain't shit. Why? Because that don't count. Bro. Why don't count? Man, that shit don't count. Why not? If I ain't throwing... No, bro. It's a... Bro, no. Nope. Not what? Nope. What? How? Uh, let's Cause, see. Cause let's the, see. Let's the, see. Because la- Top Dog, the label, has a bunch of other niggas. They got Surge, Scissor, and all them motherfuckers over there. Isaiah. But, see, here's the thing. You will never see again Kendrick Lamar is a top dog artist. It's very possible Black Hippie can still do some shit. Ay, ay, ay. Man, this motherfucker should have just said Dreamville. <laughs> Earth, no, that's a duo too. Shit. <laughs> nah, nigga, I don't, that's a lot of I'll fuck it with you. It don't know, matter, man. bro. UGK? That's a duo too. too. Nigga, I don't know. Bro, just throw D12 in there, bro. Nah, nigga, I'm not throwing D12 in there, motherfucker. I know niggas That's like, why it. I got D12 at two? Man, no, I'm, I, I'm, I know, I'm, I know you, so I don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nah, I just, mm. um, I, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, shit. This nigga is searching for one more group. <laughs> nah, 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 I'm searching for one more group. It's just like, damn, I just gave you five and then put bone in there. This nigga is a hater, bro. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Um, but now nah, I do want to. Do we want to talk about the baby? Well, uh, Fat Joe saying that well, the well, baby fat, is all, the fat, closest thing. I feel, to I, I'm, I'm not mad at what Fat Joe said because before he made his state, before he said what he said, he said, "Damn, like y'all put me in this situation." I don't like that. He was like, "Like these guys are legends in their own right. There will never be another them." Exactly. But if I gotta say, then you know, he said the baby. I, but. My only thing is the warm up to the question. I already didn't like it. Um, the answer to the question, I don't dislike it. I low key agree with it. But I, understand I asked it. you what what I said in the when no, 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 we, we had. A, remember, I, I said I feel like there's a little Tupac and a lot of artists out here. Exactly, and I feel like it takes. I feel like it would take twenty different artists to make up one pop. I think more shit. Shit, probably. But like, again, you can put, uh, like it would take a the baby, 
and a Mozzie and a YG and a Nip and a Dizzy. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm to with you. make a Tupac. I'm with you on all that. I, I this this shouldn't have been a conversation. I I didn't care like, about there, it. There uh, there is no one this generation pop. Yeah, but like I said, I I, I asked a question when I said I was like, I can see it, but are they only saying that because he shot a nigga and got away with it? No, I I think it more so came from him speaking his mind, saying whatever the fuck you want to say. The only thing that makes me take that aspect away from it is the fact after he said it, he was for he was like kinda put in a position where he felt like he had to apologize when I feel like Pac wouldn't apologize because he said what he said. Yeah. Um before we get into flowers, I think we wrapped down everything that we needed to. Joked around. Um is there anything else out there that we needed to talk about? Uh Halloween is dropping tomorrow. The movie? Yes. Uh, and if... Them motherfuckers crazy. Why they going after that nigga? They going hunting for this nigga. Because, man, it's time for this nigga to die. I hope he clap all them niggas. The nigga just... Like, you know what? It's the last one. Bah! <laughs> Start shooting niggas. Hey, yo, he can't off himself, though. Nah, why would he do that? He ain't that crazy. That nigga is that crazy. To shoot himself? Nah. Shit, if this the end, it's the motherfucking end. Um... Trying to think, is there anything else, man? If, I don't want to leave shit out. Nigga, if goddamn the distribution worked the way it's supposed to, nigga, I got a project dropping tomorrow. All right, I'm actually stoked for your project. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm I, I said this the other day. The shit probably sounds bad. I don't even care no more. I'm so like, I'm, I'm done recording my second project now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so, I'm kind of removed from this one at this point. I dig it. Plus, this one, it was a freestyle project. It was a, all right, we getting it up out of here. The next one is going to be the one. I'm very excited for the shit I've been recording. Each project going to have a completely different sound. So This is this was more of the, the trap sounding of shit. Now I got that out of my system, I can, I can make some more art. I dig it. Um, I'm trying to think, bro. I, I don't got nothing else. I really feel like we're missing something. Um, oh, Tiger got locked up. <laughs> Bro, first of all, I'm mad. This is the funniest shit to me. <laughs> Soldier Boy? No, no, no. The radio is playing at work, right? And the lady on the radio says, Mr. Lime in the Coconut just turned himself in. I'll tell you more about it after that. <laughs> Take what? I'll tell you more about it after these messages. <laughs> commercial comes up. Yeah, buddy. Uh, okay. I thought that nigga was so far removed from that damn song, bro. Man, they better put some respect on Tiger's name, bro. That is strip club king. Shit. Um, fuck it. I, I I think that nigga. I think he innocent. I saw the video. Of the one. You know when niggas like walk in the jail, they be trying to hide their face and all that. Shit. This nigga walked in, in a fresh fit, like yeah, like, what's up? <laughs> I, I thought he walked in like nothing else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm good on it. I'm good on. It. I don't think there's anything else to rap about. I got my box of shit. Got out. a question for you. All right. Because I was watching Drink Champs and they asked this. They asked it a couple times. Exapot. <laughs> uh... 
I, I love the way Nick Cannon answered this question, actually. Uh, <laughs> X or Pac? <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, ain't no, ain't no ah, yeah, it is. We got to take no, the shot. We no, got to take the shot. Hey, I know how that shit go. You either say you got, one you or the other say both. Hell yeah, nigga. A shot of water? No, that don't count. Hey, bro. Hey. That don't count. You said you was taking shots this weekend. No, I didn't say I was taking shots. Well, you, you said you took shots last weekend. I took a shot. Okay, well, you got to take a shot today. I don't have no bottles here. See, you cheating. Then you can't do both then. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, yeah, nah. I, I'm just going to go with both, man. I can't. You know, those those are my guys, man. RP to both of them. Those are my dudes. I, I I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I love the way Nick Cannon answered this question. He said, Pac is so influential that he was like, he stamped it, the game early. But he was like, I got to go with X because I admire Pop, but I love X because I know him. He said, I got a chance to know him. So he was like, Yo. so it's just like, I admire somebody, but I love this guy. It's very, I, I like the way he answered. I was him. going, if I had to, I was going somewhat that route. It's more of like, I grew to know Pop, but X, like. You grew with. Yeah, yeah, I was in the game with him. So I mean, but I'm not. I'm not. Mm-mm, I ain't doing that. Those my niggas. Um, Yo, do you watch a show called Brackets that comes on uh, Complex on YouTube? I, I sent you one where I think it was uh, Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah yeah. Rashad was up there. I was watching one. I watch that shit all the time now. But it, they had one with Joey Badass up there. That was recent, right? Yeah, I think I did see that, but I didn't watch it. But they were they were talking about best rappers turned actor. And the way he did the brackets, it came down to Tupac versus Will. Bro, the nigga, B-Dot, the dude that hosts the show, hosts the, let Jada decide. <laughs> These dudes is wild. Said, well, you're never going to meet meet Will now. <laughs> God damn. Um, What's dropping tomorrow? What's dropping? God damn. Ho- ho- hopefully me. <laughs> let me Shit. see. Uh, stop being stupid. Keep talking, eh? I really am all talked out. I don't know what. Oh, that's what I wanted to speak on. I find it funny, you guys. Every time I low key talk about some shit on some low key shit, shit just so happens to happen. I said a few weeks ago when they made this announcement. About the Super Bowl that has Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige, that something is coming, and boom, Snoop Dogg is dropping an album in November. I told you. Uh, all right, tomorrow we got Payroll Giovanni. I know you don't know who that is. Nah. Uh. Gucci Man and his team dropping uh, So Icy Boys. Yeah, they, yep, yep, yep. Shoot them up, bang, bang music. I don't know who Casey Hill is. Who that? Is that a R&B artist? I don't know. Pink, Pink Pantheris? What did it say? I don't know who she is either. I hope it's a she. <laughs> uh, Remy Wolf? I don't know that music. God damn. Young Thug is dropping. 
project called Punk. I'm cool. Offset Jim. I don't know you, Jimmy. That's it. <laughs> Next week, Maxo Cream dropping. That's my guy. That's a bunch of nobodies dropping tomorrow. Hopefully, Poe drops so I can have something to listen to. I don't even know if you're going to like my project. Uh, I I don't know. This, 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 I have in my head, you're not going to like a project to my third one. You might like the second one, but I feel like you're going to like, you're going to really like the third one. But I'm so far ahead of myself, it's ridiculous. I'm working on like four projects at one time now that I got to sit the fuck down. Well, actually, well, three now because the first one. I dig it. Flowers? Damn. (laughs) I just had it in my head too, bro. Shit. I want to give flowers to... Dang, I just had it in my fucking head. Go first. Want to give my flowers to? Yeah, I didn't have one. <laughs> 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 Not um. I think I want to go the boxing route. Jimmy Buffer, that's my man name. The dude to be doing the announcements. I think I'm fucking his name. I think I'm getting his last name and a commentator mixed up. But the dude that does ready, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Um, can you figure out his name for me, please? I want to say is God, too many. I have a brain fart, you guys. I apologize. Um, so the song called "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" by Michael Buffer. I don't think that's that nigga. Oh yeah, he's uh, he has a song, but yeah, it's the same nigga. Okay, Michael yeah. Buffer. So it's Michael know, Buffer. I ain't know the nigga had a song though. It's probably just let's get ready to rumble. That's it, probably. You want to hear it? No, I don't either. But no, nah, <laughs> I do want to give flowers to him, man. Um, you know he got that shit patent. Yeah, he's had a trademark. For a while. Yeah, it's like fucking amazing. Yeah, if, um, if anybody says that, you gotta pay him. Yeah, and uh, if you say it that way, yeah. Um, at the same time, I do want to give flowers to him, man. Just the the, you know, like I say, man, I like to give flowers to people that you know, not us expecting them to pass anytime soon, but just if they do, I was able to go ahead and just give him flowers. That dude has been at some iconic fights and introductions, and his job is just solidified. It's like, yo. If you were to be or want to be a announcer, that is the GOAT. That is the guy you go to. That's the guy you look up to. That's the guy you would want to, like, meet and just be like, man, like, what made – I got questions for him. <laughs> What's but question? just, like, just little shit. Not, not, not necessarily a question, but a story. I would sit down at a table with him and just Good chop story. it up. Yeah, just, just like, yo, what do you think was your – like your first time introducing somebody or who did you introduce and did you like fuck up their name? Because it's a lot of that comes with announcing, bro. I could never be an announcer because shit, like I said, words be moving on the card and shit and the lights be moving. You talking about a nigga that call a motherfucker, the whole other man. I have the challenger name before I have the champion name and shit. I'll fuck it up. But nah, man, it's just like, 
with him doing it so long, how do you keep like have you ever had an experience where you partied and shit or you were out one night and your voice got hoarse before the fight or after the fight and you had to follow up and do that shit all over again? It's just certain shit I would want to know, man. With just Yeah, I want to hear his story. I would like to have a documentary on him or something. Um I've gotten to uh, I've been watching hotboxing a lot. Mike Tyson. And I feel like you may have done it before, but I don't think I did, so I'm gonna do them anyway. But give flowers to Mike Tyson. Fuck you. Well, uh, go ahead. I was watching the uh, the last one I watched was the one with him and Freddie Gibbs. I did not watch that one because it was very short. I didn't like yeah. that it was short. I was like, it was, I didn't it was watch it. uh he's telling him about oh he's he's and he ends up showing him a video of two live crew. B- bitch sucking dick on stage or something? It was they was doing something and everything. He was like, Well they sucking ass? Mike <laughs> 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 Tyson, look what they doing over there. They sucking ass though. It's a nigga eating ass over there. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but now um I feel like for him to go from his highs to his lows to reinventing himself as you know just from to being like the champ to you know going through going broke to uh, he's not rebranding just, himself. He's showing, he's showing up in movies. And he rebrands doing the podcast. Um, it was something Jamie Foxx was talking about when he was like, he was, he was talking to him about you know playing him in the movie. He was like, him not having him not having any money was the best time of his life because mm-hmm. nobody wanted nothing from, nothing from him, and I can dig it. Like I feel that. Listening to Mike make what we go through. Like, so simple. Um, I just want to say, like, I had a thought process today when he hit me up. And I was like, yo, do rich people... I was saying it as if I was a comic and if I did, like, a stand-up. And I was just like, man, where are rich people at? Do rich people, or have they ever went through asking for gas or do as they know in, as an actual gas or as in no 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 as in asking for gas money it's like do they know the sh- like hey can you throw me a couple dollars like do rich people know that struggle of this was the funny part it was like damn a nigga sent me gas money but the nigga only gave me eight dollars for gas <laughs> <laughs> i found that to be the slinger if i were to do it but it was a deep thought. And I was like, yo, I don't think rich people know what it's like to be like, hey, man, like, throw me some gas money. And then I was like, yo, I'm a fucked up friend if I send a nigga some gas money and it's not enough for gas. And it's like, bro, gas is expensive right now. Motherfuckers is hitting the road left and right. Nah, nigga, you ask me for gas, I'm filling up your tank. That's just where I'm at with it. But, like, I don't know, man. I would, if I were to hit the lotto or something, I would take a chunk of change and dip out. And then I'd give that shit away. I don't, I know what it's like being broke. That's just where I'm at with it. I only say that because of I'm the whole not, Mike Tyson I'm shit. I'm not giving it away. I'll help my niggas. Yeah, I'm not, when I say, yeah, I'm not giving it away, but. Yeah. If you really my nigga, you can ask me for it. I mean, that's me now, though. If I got it, you can get it. That's how I am. Yeah, but, um, shit. 
Do I got another flower I want to give out? Um, see, most of my thoughts is what genre or where I want to go. It's not necessarily the person. But, um, damn. Um, my next flower, fuck it. Let's just, I won't say it like that. But, uh, I'm going to keep it in boxing. I'm going to give my fucking flowers to Deontay Wilder, man. That dude put on a motherfucking show, tired as hell, and he's a great champion. Not a great boxer, because that was displayed, He, but boxing fans and boxers knew he wasn't a great boxer. But I feel he's a great dude, a great champion, and he, the things that he stand for, I, I, I champion him. And that's where I'm at with it, man. I got to give my flowers to Deontay Wilder. Shout out to Tyson Fury for putting on a great show. And just, like I said, that event was fucking phenomenal. And I am I might just say, fuck it. I'm giving flowers to Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. They so, they stamped some shit Saturday. There it go. Um, The person I had in my head before I got here, and it was crazy because we actually talked about him today, was... Hitmaker or Young Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of everything we just talked about to him, the being able to rebrand yourself so many times, and when we got cut off, cause we couldn't think of shorty name. He 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 made a statement on Angie Martinez when he was doing mm-hmm. the um, interview. He's like, yo, he, he was like, yo, anybody who said anything about me who didn't fuck with me back in the day, whatever the case may be, I still work with them. I just put a little extra seasoning on the invoice. Oh yeah, got and, to. And she was like, "Yo, you you really do that?" He was like, "Yeah, Gucci man had all kind of bars for me. We done we done got a couple plaques together, but he done paid me." And I was like, "Yo, I feel like that's some real nigga shit." But also, he just got like an executive position over at the real Empire, <laughs> and um, he was like, the way he even got that position, like he he had an executive position in somebody else. Um, some other position, and he's like they gave them more money than they gave him. He was like, but I, he was like he brought he brought in more money. Mm-hmm. He like, he didn't like how that made him feel. He like, kind of wanted to like just wash his hands with the whole situation. He goes to the dude who owns Empire, like yo, I want to get a deal for an artist that I have. Dude says, oh, I thought you was coming to trying to get a producer deal for yourself. He's like, no, nah, I'm just trying to get my artist situation. He's like, well, what's your deal? He tells him he's like. Well, let me get you out of that. You come over here. Hey, man. We're going to get there one day where we can make moves and, and put off in the motherfucking door and just be like, you know what? I'm going to death row. It's going to be the next label. I'm going to start a, a, a Poe Vision West. <laughs> <laughs> death Poe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, that's all I got. I felt this was a great episode. We had a lot to talk about. Um, You cancel motherfuckers. Suck my dick. Straight like that. It's your boy Trent Set of Press. We out. You heard me?